0: what the fuck is up uh it's your girls and we're back to talk about the second half of the first sex in the city movie uh the movie that you know we all we all love and cherish um i'm your host stephanie and i'm a louise vuitton bag uh
1: i'm your host alex and i'm the black character that comes in and solves all your plot conveniences
0: Oh, nice. Well, I'm happy that someone's going to solve all my, you know,
1: all my problems for me. I'm here for you, white lady. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, yeah, we, we covered the first half of this movie last week, but it's so goddamn long that we split it in two, as you probably already know. Um, yeah, the rest of the movie is, uh, continues to be bad. It continues to do the same thing where it has, far too many scenes and so many of them could have just been taken out to you know make a, a more a movie that has a better sense of you know pacing and mm-hmm. while still maintaining the actual story and like the funniness of it but it's long yeah, yeah. we should probably just jump in because like
1: fucking Ugh. it's it's long <laughs> we, don't have a, we don't have any time Time to weigh through. We're going to die.
0: Right. I mean, well, the thing is, so like, we, we, we did the first half of the movie last week. And since we didn't know we were going to split it in two yet, you did watch the whole movie last week. So it, it, that might help expedite this for us. That like, and, and also, I watched more than half of it last week. And then I only watched the last 45 minutes today. So like, I think it's possible that we get through some of it a little bit faster than usual just because of like, uh, maybe not having everything as fresh in our brains but that's probably for the best because like the duller it is to me the more i'm kind of like it's easier to talk about without being just absolutely
1: feral (laughs) yeah yeah i mean we don't want to be like mad you know we don't want to be like moody or anything but there's a lot we need to talk about um so we probably will still be here for a little while
0: yeah, for sure. And yeah, the, the thing is, the resolution of this movie is just, it just makes me kind of upset because it's bad. Um, yeah. but I guess we'll get there because we need, to, so we're currently at the point where Carrie, they, they just, got back from the honeymoon because the last scene we saw was carrie throwing her phone dramatically into the ocean in mexico on the the honeymoon that was just not a real honeymoon but like carrie with the three other girls in mexico and now we're back in new york ready to pick up the pieces and uh and figure out what's gonna happen from here
1: (laughs) yeah yeah she's here to pick up the pieces so she goes home she goes back to her old place and there's all the boxes from when she had moved out and now moved back in. And she decides she needs to get an assistant. So we get some funny interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, like, a fashion girl, I guess, who, like, wants to work for Vogue. And she's like, I don't lift boxes. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: at least she's upfront about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, also, like, I don't know. She's a personal assistant. Like, I don't think her job is to, like, move you in. No, exactly, right? Like,
0: I feel like most personal assistants probably don't do that especially if it's for like a woman who does work for vogue and like you know isn't that kind of person who probably wants a bunch of stuff done around the
1: house for her yeah um mm -hmm. so like i don't blame her i think the job is more like i'll get you coffee and tell you when you have a meeting yeah you know but anyway and then there's a a drunk woman and (laughs) there's a businessman who's like very qualified and carrie's like why do you want to work for me and then the camera pans down and he's wearing stilettos
0: yeah and that's like the entire explanation
1: and he does like a little sh- thing or like a little wink and it's like okay but like would he you not walk in in them it's not like they're quiet shoes
0: yeah you'd think she would have noticed like when because this the, the whole interviews are all being done at, like a starbucks yeah <laughs> starbucks features a lot in this movie like there are a lot of scenes where carrie is just holding starbucks or at starbucks or, or something like that and i'm like hmm,
1: okay well. i think yeah I, this film does i don't know maybe it's because like all the fa- i'm sure the fashion brands they mention a lot like with the overly long like wedding fashion shoot yeah. I don't know why I'm getting all tongue twisted um, I'm sure, like, they paid for sponsorship or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, but, like, it's less noticeable because the TV show generally talks a lot about fashion. They didn't really talk a lot about Starbucks. But, yeah, you're <laughs> right. There's a lot of Starbucks here. Yeah. Um. So Carrie's like, oh, these, these aren't fits for me. And then we meet Jennifer Hudson. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is... Louis.
0: Yeah, she's really good. She's probably,
1: like, the saving grace of this movie. Yeah. Like, the unfortunate stereotype of, like, a lot of the times films will just, like, have a black character show up. And then that black character, like, just fixes everything for the white protagonist. And then they disappear and, you know, are unimportant. Like, uh, but also, like, there's Jennifer Hudson. And she's really charismatic. And you know great and it's nice to see her um yeah so it's like eh, it's twofold i like the character but like it's unfortunate um did you know that they wanted beyonce for the role they sorry they wanted to be on the what they wanted beyonce for the role of louise
0: they wanted beyonce okay uh i feel like Beyonce would have been way too big of a name at the time that there's no way you can be like, oh, yeah, this woman is uh, Carrie's assistant. And it's just like, it's too distracting that it's Beyonce. Yeah,
1: I feel like Beyonce is not really like the every woman. Yeah, not
0: really. Like, she works in Austin Powers, but that's because the character is very not the every woman, right? No, and like
1: in Dreamgirls, it's like, yeah. Like, she works in films where it's like, oh my god, that's Beyonce. Yeah, uh, yeah. As opposed to, like, oh, this is a character who is normal. And also, Kelly Rowland fucking auditioned for the part. So, like, basically, <laughs> the two, Kelly Rowland and Jennifer Hudson are kind of, at least in real life and in Dream hmm. Girls, the second the second Beyonce.
0: Okay, okay. Well, I mean, right? sure. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I saw Jennifer Hudson and Cats, and I'm like, yeah, no, like, extremely amazing.
1: So. Oh, fucking. Do you know what? That film, I'm glad it was made just for her singing um, Memory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. Yeah. Perfect. The Everyone one undeniable. Cats good thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah, what I will say. Is whether or not you can appreciate Cats for what it is, which, like, I know a lot of people don't. And, of course, I do. Um, Even though the movie is a lot worse than the, like, 1998 stage version or probably any stage version, what I will say is that Cats 2019, no matter what, no matter how you feel about it, is a better movie than Sex and the City 1. Yeah. So, that's just
1: how it is. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Louise is, like <laughs> – Louise is really lovely and she's has good references and is nice and everything. Perfect. And she teaches, K- Carrie's like, how do you afford that a handbag? Because she's got this like Louise Vuitton handbag and Louise tells her that like you can rent, you can rent fashion basically, which you can do mm-hmm. and probably would have saved Carrie um, quite a lot of money considering she gets stuff and wears it once.
0: Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. And uh so, yeah, basically, like, the whole – they hit it off really fast because, like, Louise is obviously just, like, super fashion-minded, very, like – gets along with Carrie well – like, super well. They're obviously both, like, kind of romantics where they're just constantly thinking about, like, relationships and everything. And so – Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'll hook you up. I'll get you everything. Like, you- you'll be set if you hire me. And uh, mm-hmm. And so she does.
1: She hires her yeah she does and it's good like i don't know um we have like a little montage of of louise like helping out around the apartment and she's perfect and like getting everything set up and it's good Mm -hmm. it's nice
0: and then we also have miranda who is now looking for like she's like looking for a new place right now of course because her and steve are currently separated and they're in this like It's like some, it's like a Chinatown type area. I don't know if there's like a Chinatown in Brooklyn or if this is in Manhattan or, but like, she's like, we need to follow that white guy to Magda. Yeah. She's like, we need to follow the white guy with his kids so we can gentrify this neighborhood. And, uh, (laughs) basically there's a guy with a U-Haul who's like unloading stuff. And literally she just walks into the building and is like, I'm interested in this place, which, is that, is that how you find a new apartment back before, like, like, I know Craigslist existed back then, but, like, back in the day, is that, is that how you found a new place? <laughs> you just walk in and you're like, I want this apartment.
1: Yeah, she's like, we need to follow that white guy with a baby, which, like, first of all is a lot. She's like, oh, are we safe here? There's a white guy with a baby. Like, okay. Whoa, calm down, Miranda. Um, <laughs> I mean, she's not lying, but, like, it's a lot. Um, yeah. And then she just says, like, she figures out if they're coming and going. She just says, oh, can I have this place? And they're like, yeah, sure. And also, this is where the mover is Lin-Manuel Miranda.
0: Yeah, I took a – well, I didn't take a screenshot. I went and looked at screenshots of the movie where they take one, like, every five seconds or something. And (laughs) I pinpointed where he was, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, I guess at this point, he was still, like – he wasn't as famous as he is now, but, like, when did his first musical come out? Because he had one before Hamilton. Was oh. that, like, around this time? I don't know. No, and I don't know. The Heights know. premiered 2005. Thank you, Matt.
1: Yeah, and The Heights <laughs> premiered in 2005. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I guess this is, like, I don't know. You always, The sad thing is, you see, like, a lot of Broadway actors, and they very rarely, even though, like, loads of stuff shoots in New York, they very mm. rarely ever do do, like, like have big roles in TV or film. I feel like maybe Cynthia did. But then again, she's British. Like, people in plays in the UK will do film and movies, like, all the time and be characters. Yeah. Whereas I feel like in America it's very separate. So, like, even though he was definitely, like, established in Broadway at this time, he, which is debatable because he can't sing or dance, (laughs) Um, or act very well um, but he he's like got basically like a cameo like it's just an extra like my dad did yeah he really work.
0: is yeah like I fully know what he looks like but I didn't recognize him until you mentioned that like he was in this scene no and, me neither yeah I guess and you're you're right too like there's he does kind of seem to be one of those actors who does do like one of the American actors I mean that that does do both stage and other stuff because like I did- he- he did guest on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like, a year ago, and then he also was in the fucking His Dark Materials series, uh, and every time I saw him in that, he was doing this fucking accent, and it's just like, why did you hire this guy to do an accent? He can't
1: act. I feel like because he's- he's one of the Rare Breakout stars, and, like, he was in that Mary Poppins where- wasn't he doing a dick van dyke accent and i don't know if it was meant to be purposely bad
0: dick van (laughs) dyke
1: accent is like notoriously terrible um Uh, i don't know i never saw it no me neither i didn't want to subject myself to that i was like do you know what i've got lots of lovely memories of watching mary poppins on like a sunday afternoon as a child Mm -hmm. don't need to see this film (laughs) do not need to see it yeah I'm perfectly happy. I remember they said a the thing like Dick Van Dyke, who was like ninety years old, like did a fucking full dance number. And I was like, yes, King. Um And then I watched Hamilton the play, the London One, so there was no lin Manuel, but some of the choreography, I was like, is this what we're doing? Trim trusting.
0: I, I haven't seen any of the versions of it. So I have no idea. Oh, well, the only dancing that I know from it is because I've watched a lot of videos on YouTube that are like top Broadway, so- like top 10 Broadway songs that do this or top 10 Broadway rules or like top musicals, blah, blah, blah. And so every once in a while there's like a Hamilton in there and I see the part where they're like, I've seen like not even an entire song all the way through.
1: So <laughs> I have no idea what they do. I, I don't think you need to. I feel like it's fine. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, Miranda gets an apartment. And then we move on. Where are we next? Oh, yeah. So Carrie is reading to Lily. And she's like, they're reading Cinderella because shoes. We'll get there in the end. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and she's like, it's just a fairy tale. It's not real. Meanwhile, Lily is like four. And she's just like, read, it, read me book again. Yeah. <laughs>
0: she so doesn't give cute. a shit
1: she's a child
0: no she doesn't truly it's not like you're lying to a child by not telling them at the end of every story it wasn't real by the way um <laughs> you're allowed to just read a story to a kid and it's normal
1: <laughs> also like lily's just gonna be like okay and i know it's because she's like fairy tale like happy endings aren't real in real life and yeah, yeah. i need to make sure i remember like my mom told me a story where like I wanted to be, you know, like when you're a little, like when I was probably like that age and I said I wanted to be a princess and I was going to grow up to be a princess. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, yeah, you can be whatever you want. And my dad was like, don't tell her that. She's not going to be a princess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's extremely funny. I mean, like, I guess you could have married one of the royal people. I mean, unlikely, I guess. But I'm happy. I'm happy you didn't become Megan because like I've seen them like the yeah
1: the princes or whatever the fuck they are and they're yeah. ugly um, yeah harry is the most attractive of them like harry looks the most most like a normal human, human being and not a yeah. frog um he's definitely the most attractive and the most normal like he yeah. seems like he would be like fun at a party i suppose so like megan didn't do too bad but also i don't want to marry into a royal family i, I- Could I talk about come on a podcast if I was married into a royal family? No.
0: (laughs) This is true. There's a lot of things you can't do, and that is one of them.
1: (laughs) And I'm not straightening my hair, it's just all very complicated. But Mm. I could possibly play her in, like, I don't know, a sketch, in in an SNL sketch. (laughs) I'll play Megan. This is true. You could. (laughs) Yeah um so then like she like i don't know carrie puts the book down or whatever she goes to talk to charlotte and we find out that charlotte is pregnant
0: yeah they like weren't trying or anything it was just kind of like it just happened which is what happened in my family too so
1: yeah I mean, it does uh, happen i guess yeah i don't know maybe there's like a hormonal thing when you're around another child um I think part of it's probably stress like too. Yeah, the stress as well. The stress is like a major factor. I mean, stress yeah. is one of the major factors of like late periods, so
0: Oh, totally. Stress yeah.
1: Massively affects your, you know, reproductive system. So, it makes sense they weren't stressed, they weren't trying and she's pregnant. Mhm.
0: Yep. And she, of course, she, you know, doesn't want to be too immediately, like, over the top excited or anything because of, like, what has happened to her in the past. But it's still very exciting that it's kind of like, okay, mm. this is, this is a very real possibility
1: that this can happen for me. Um, yeah. so that's exciting. And I think she must be pretty far along at this point as well to tell Carrie. So.
0: Yeah, because I don't think she would come back from her first doctor's appointment being pregnant and being like, oh, by the way, it turns out that I'm pregnant. Like, I think yeah. at this point she's probably like a little more reserved about it, but, um, cause it didn't sound like Charlotte just found out either. Cause like Carrie was babysitting while Charlotte was at the doctor. So it kind of seems like, um, like Charlotte already knew
1: about it and she's just getting like updates. Yeah, I think so. I think she, like, already knew and was probably, like, hesitant, I guess, about it. And then got the confirmation from the doctor that, like, it's progressing well and everything's healthy. Yes. You know? yeah. um, but it's exciting. And then Smith and Sam are fucking and he <laughs> thinks, that, I think, they like, she comes and then he, you know, having pillow talk. And he's like, you seem distant um she basically says that she doesn't feel like she has a life in la Mm -hmm. um and he says oh well you run to new york every chance you get um but then he's just working all the time uh oh friction in the relationship
0: yeah this whole movie is like what if we put friction in every single relationship we possibly could except for charlotte and harry
1: because charlotte's been through enough already (laughs) yeah charlotte has been through enough only good things for charlotte and i can support that
0: yeah i support that too and it's also kind of just like i guess with the samantha and smith thing it's not so much that they have like this terrible terrible thing happen to them where it's like with carrie it's like okay big left her at her wedding and uh steve cheated on miranda those are like huge bad things to happen in your relationship whereas with like samantha and smith it's kind of like a more realistic like I don't know they're kind of growing apart and she misses her old life he's always busy working and Um, it's hard because she's not with her friends all the time anymore
1: so no I mean Um. I guess she's been out there long enough that like she could have made friends but that's not the same as the friend she's obviously had for like years and oh for sure yeah she misses them and she's right her uh he's her biggest client so a lot of her work revolves around him Mm -hmm. and then she goes home to him that that doesn't leave a separation between work life and home life which is why i'm a big proponent of not shitting where you eat i've said many of my friends many of them maybe this act as being but many of them will fuck someone they are working with and every single time i am like don't do that
0: Yeah, like, I get that it's very hard to stop that if there is, like, a genuine connection and you're like, what are you supposed to do about it? Just, like, ignore it. But it's also just such a bad idea. Like, it's just... It is really idea. something that you kind of just hope doesn't happen to people you know because it's just going to be a mess. Like, unless you end up being like a Carrie Russell, Matthew Reese, uh, situation, Ooh. then like, but that's, that's a pretty rare situation. That's right. a rare situation,
1: but they are a sexy couple.
0: They're good. Yeah. It's- Everyone watch The Americans because like, once you know that they did end up getting, well, actually, I don't think they're married, but they did have kid. They did have at least one kid together. Yeah. And then you watch the scenes because The Americans has a lot of sex in it and you're just like, Okay, well, this is just what they do in their real life. Okay, this is a bit more awkward to watch now that you know that. But <laughs> I guess.
1: But then you are like, good for you.
0: This is true. <laughs> they have chemistry because of it,
1: right? Yeah. Like, they they do have chemistry as characters. It's very good. But, yeah, I guess yeah. not all people who are dating have chemistry, but yeah, because I guess it can be kind of weird. That. Yeah, why but would like, you they date someone de- you don't have chemistry with? <laughs> like- well, sometimes I think just when there is a camera on you, it looks weird you know
0: yeah oh well that's true yeah with a camera it's definitely different i guess just in real life like i feel like you kind of have to have chemistry but
1: obviously but yeah it's something which i think if you start working with someone and then you get along with each other and you know you start dating that happens um try to avoid it that's my advice Mm -hmm. however uh, like samantha made the choice to work with smith and she could have also made the choice to like once he started to get more successful to like get him a different manager a different agent mm-hmm. um i think i can't remember i feel like at this point she not retires but like doesn't work for him anymore to sort of help their relationship because yeah. after that she spends a lot of time at home which doesn't make any yeah. sense because she still does I would assume she has other clients.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if we just don't see that or if like – like at this point she is pretty successful, but like – I don't know. I mean, I guess she's also like living in the same place as Smith who makes a lot of money. So it's kind of like he could also just pay for all of their like living expenses. But like then she's also going back to New York and I think she seems to – I don't know. Does she have a
1: place in New York where she's staying when she goes there? Like did she Um, keep her old place? she probably i guess and she probably goes back there like once a month she might yeah she might have kept her or like she might sublet or something um or she might just have i don't know i mean she's rich as fuck like i don't know what rich people do <laughs> but, this is true it doesn't really matter <laughs> Like a very successful business like she had her own it was always Samantha Jones PR. Like it wasn't like she was working for a, another company. Oh yeah. So she's definitely like has plenty of money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She doesn't he makes a lot of money because he's a very successful actor. But yeah. like the behind the scenes shit is where you want to go if you actually want to make money. Don't be an actor, oh, you sure. won't make money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but yeah, well, regardless of like how it works, like the whole the whole end of it is mostly just that. Like at this point, she's going to spend more time in New York, and she's going to kind of like visit him on weekends. Is kind of how it sounds like it's going to yeah. work. Yeah, it's
1: so. like I don't know. They do they're doing a weird break thing. All you need to know is that their their relationship is on the rocks. Um, yeah, like they still love each other, but it's just very like yeah, hard to manage. It's like strained, business yeah. and what, like business and also loving each other. Yeah. Um, so we go back to New York and Louise is sorting out Carrie's webpage and emails. And Carrie's still being quirky and like, I don't know how computers work. What's the internet? And <laughs> Louise is obviously like a lot younger and she's like, your webpage is fucked. Like you need to make it accessible um, and try and explain this to Carrie. And Carrie's like, blah, 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 Vogue magazines. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes into, she sets up like an email account for the website i guess and she goes into carrie's emails and there's one from big
0: yeah because she's like oh john and then she she kind of makes the connection oh that's him yeah um and carrie looks at it and she's just like i don't know what to say and then she immediately under the email that's from big is an email from an insurance company that says don't settle for less
1: (laughs) That's which i thought teen. was really funny <laughs> maybe she should listen to that one um maybe
0: she should
1: but then she so carrie tells louise like like is is there somewhere you can send that so i never have to see it basically just like block him or redirect the emails um yeah. so she does that it reminds me of when have you seen that meme where it's like this woman she goes and she's like oh, she's like block a block block a block instagram block a face block block a block yeah. <laughs> And it's like, that is every time I have, like, an issue with a man, I'm like, oh, my ex just liked my Instagram post. My friend is, like, blah, Yeah. No no contact. They don't exist anymore. Delete them from your brain. Do the black mirror thing where they just become, like, (laughs) white noise. Like, they're not real in your head anymore. Delete them.
0: Yeah. I do love that Carrie's, like, is that possible? Is it possible to do something so that, like, I can just block all of them so I don't have to see his emails? And it's, like what if you couldn't do that on the internet and just anyone could just send you emails all the time and you could never block them like that i they, mean that would just be terrible i mean they could if they just made new accounts i guess
1: but like yeah well, can't you do that with could not you do that with phone numbers anyway like couldn't you just probably like, I, they must have invented blocking call like blocking numbers by then
0: I'm sure they would have. I mean, well, she's fully changed her, like, phone number at this point so that he can't call her. So, like, the email is really the only way he has to contact her, other than physical mail, because she still lives at the same place that she has always lived, so... For, like, the
1: past ten years. Um, Yes. Also, yeah, well, I mean, she got a new phone number because she threw her phone into the ocean dramatically.
0: Well, that's true, but, I mean, I think a lot of the time you can keep the same phone number, can't you? Like, unless it's... I don't know if the phone number is tied to like the uh, sim card or something but like i don't know how it works but like i feel I like she could have just gone to her provider like the the phone number is still available i feel like they could have
1: just attached that phone number to a new phone yeah i don't know i know we take the piss out of carrie for not knowing how to use computers we don't know anything else well <laughs> the
0: thing shit. is i haven't changed my phone number in so long even though i moved across the country because like i don't need to because no. like I can still have a I can still have a British Columbia phone number living in Ontario. There's no reason to change it because I don't
1: call people. So. Oh yeah, this gets me into like a weird. Th- we'll get there in a bit. We'll because t- there's more phone number talk later on. Um, yeah. Miranda and Carrie go Halloween shopping at CVS. Like, like a CVS kind of place. I don't know. And. Like Miranda wants to get a Halloween costume because there's a PTA thing. And she's like, You either, you can either be a sexy kitten or a witch. Doesn't that, doesn't that say something about the role of women in the 21st century? Yeah, you can be two fucking cool ass things. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) you're sexy kitten and i'm the witch like yeah like what about it promble like i don't understand i don't see the issue like (laughs) uh yeah you can be two dope things you have the choice yeah two dope things
0: women's rights
1: they talk yeah they (laughs) they talk about men again while they're shopping and miranda tries to tell carrie about what she said to big um mm-hmm. i guess i don't know they talk about men a lot the best owl test is not passed probably is but like not really um yeah it's it's yeah, fine <laughs> i think i i mean i didn't write down like in detail i th- think it's just like carrie is sad and miranda is sad because she is like hey isn't it fucked up that steve cheated on me and then carrie is just like blankly staring back this is the part where people are like actually maybe steve is not a bad guy
0: this is where we're starting to yeah everyone is kind of just dialing it back like well don't you think maybe steve has otherwise been like really great to you and it's like you can't just be like Otherwise, when there is that big, one big thing he did that sucked. I it's not
1: like Miranda is saying like oh he's never gonna get to see brady again or the because that would make sense if they were like hey i know he fucked you over but he's still a good dad he still loves you like you spent a lot of time together you are still family she's not doing that yeah they still she's still very pleasant to him when brady's around she's still you know letting him see them and she's still friendly with him yeah in that sense as like they are co-parenting a child um, but she, if she doesn't want to be in a romantic relationship with him because yeah. he broke her trust. That's fine. It's completely valid of her to just
0: want to move on from it. And it's wild to me that the girls are kind of like, oh, don't you think you should give Steve another chance? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, if she wanted to give Steve another chance and they were like, okay, well, we'll support you if you do that. That's one thing. Yeah. But they're just like, oh, well, don't you think like maybe he like it's been a while and he hasn't like his Carrie in the scene is like, well, you know, you've been apart for this long he hasn't tr- he hasn't even started dating someone else even though you've been separated like he obviously still cares about you a lot he's been really good to you and it's like okay like the bar is on the floor like i
1: don't <laughs> two two seemingly opposite things can both be correct at the same time. Yeah. Steve is a good father. He's a kind person. And he loves Miranda. He also cheated on her and broke her trust and her heart. Yes. Those two things are the same, right? So they're, she's they're having both, conflict yeah. with that, just support her within her internal conflict.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, like, if she's upset about it, then just let her be upset about it. And I would also be upset about it if one of my friends was like, yeah, my boyfriend cheated on me and... Like there, there's no way in hell that I would be like, oh, but you should get back together with him. Like, unless they were like, you know, we've really, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I, I kind of want to give it a second chance. I would probably still even be like that. Well, that's your choice. <laughs> but I would, I would probably just be like, if you want to do that, then sure, and I'm not gonna stop you. But I'm just never gonna say anything nice about him ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like I know it would never happen. But like Matt and I, good friends, mm-hmm. if he cheated on you, I'm gonna go I'm gonna get your sword. <laughs> I'm gonna fly to Canada. I'm gonna get your sword and I'm gonna fucking kill him. I wouldn't be like, oh, but he's my friend. He's a nice guy. Like, no, he fucking cheated. Uh-huh. Like Yeah, no, I know what you mean.
0: What? Yeah, like yeah, if that happened to many of my friends, that's exactly how it would basically be for me. But yeah. And uh so so I don't know. Carrie hasn't convinced Miranda of anything. Miranda's still like, no, I'm not going to yeah, just Miranda forgive him. T- yeah, Miranda
1: tries to say the thing about big. Yeah. Carrie's like, if only I could go back in time to that day of the wedding and find out exactly why he didn't ma- want to marry me. Maybe there was one thing that maybe I said to him or someone else had said to him that would change <laughs> his mind. If only I knew that one hmm. thing. And then Miranda, obviously, on the previous episode, Miranda had um, had said to previous ep- well, our previous episode had said to Big like you're an idiot for getting married or whatever. So Miranda tries yeah. to tell her, um, and then Carrie gets distracted because she sees the Vogue issue that she was in was out, yeah, and she goes to read it because uh, obviously her whole spread was about her wedding. And it's pretty much the same, but then uh, – so it's just, like, the interview that she gave. And then at the end, there's an editor's note, and it says that uh, Miss Bradshaw is still single, the wedding was called off, blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah, which is just – that that's sex to read. I mean, they're obviously not just going to publish, like – well, the thing is, the, the article was never supposed to be, like, oh, yeah, and, like, she got married and they're happy forever, but it's like it is kind of a punch in the gut to have them publish that in like national and like a international magazine that a bunch <laughs> of people read. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true. I'm pretty sure if I wanted to get an American Vogue, I probably could. Um, yeah. So yeah, I probably just could like the best like a local news agent. Oh juice. yeah, for so, yeah, sure. Forget international news. Um, I mean, I guess like it must have ha- it must have come out somewhere like within the tabloid like cause she was in page six so she's kind of at least we've said at the very least she's a new york celebrity um so it must be public knowledge to anyone mm-hmm. that cares but like yeah it's a bit of a punch in the gut but also what else were they gonna put there a lot of it was about her wedding Specifically, yeah. like, the planning of her wedding and this whole idea that, like, she's 40 and she's finally found happiness and she's finally getting married. And this man who she spent, what, 10 years writing about yeah. um, has finally put the question to her and they finally settled down. Yeah. They kind of have to say something <laughs> about it. They can't not say something. The That's what the entire thing is about. This is true. This is true. I guess, Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, Miranda ends up not saying anything because Carrie gets too distracted by the uh, by the uh, Vogue
1: issue and everything. And, uh, yeah, she's
0: pretty upset about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Carrie dyes her hair brown. Um, and then, you know, she does the thing of, like, oh, I'm sad, so I'm going to dye my hair, which is relatable. It's extremely valid, except for I can't imagine. I mean, it's probably because my hair is brown
0: naturally, but, like, I can't imagine wanting to dye my hair brown brown i don't know
1: (laughs) it's not even like i i I guess maybe it's meant to be like i don't know is it meant to be her natural hair color because i don't know
0: yeah it's hard to say but Um, like
1: yeah i don't know it's not the best brown i'll say it's not like a like it's a not, j- you want like a J Lo brown, you know? Yeah,
0: it's kind of like this like chestnutty, like dark. It's darker than chestnut. It's like it's darker mm. than Charlotte's brown. It's it doesn't suit her at all to me. But like if I'm gonna have a hair cri- if I'm gonna have crisis and I dye my hair because I'm freaking the fuck out, I'm dyeing my hair like purple. It's not going to be brown. I mean, that wouldn't be in character for Carrie, but at the same no. time, it's like – I mean, part of it is just that she doesn't want to be recognized anymore because, like, there's a scene right before this where she, like, trick-or-treats with um Charlotte's family, and uh, people at the doors are all like, oh, you're Carrie Bradshaw. Oh, I'm so sorry about your wedding. And she's just like, Jesus Christ, people are recognizing me everywhere for being this – like,
1: in that Vogue issue.
0: So she she yeah. wants to not be recognized. <laughs>
1: Fair enough, and I guess brown is like the most nondescript without being like just like a mousy, like not a very nice color. No offense to, no offense to my mousy colored, uh, gamers, but like there are colors I think that could just do with a little oomph. And I feel like this isn't too bad. It's very 2010. Yeah, it's very, it very much is. It's very hot girl autumn. Not hot girl Christian girl autumn
0: oh my god yeah it's a it's a hundred percent that it's absolutely
1: that (laughs) like long with the waves and like kind of just like a just like a a vague neutral brown yeah doesn't really do anything to your skin because Mm -hmm. i'm like warm or cold and like bringing out just like neutral Mm -hmm. you know um and she's she like meets louise in starbucks and louise is like omg i didn't even recognize you and This is where, so this is the thing, right? This is the thing that's weird to me. Um, Again, me being from like a tiny little European country. um, Mobile phones have area codes. And Carrie's all mad because she didn't get the right area code that she wanted.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, cause she's a 917 girl, which I guess is one of the like older New York numbers, but they're now like impossible to get. So now she has a 347 area code and she's like, no, I'm a 917. I can't be this. Like I, and then Louise is like, look, I tried really hard to get you this area code, but like is, you just can't anymore. And I guess like I feel like I like Understand it on like a super basic level, just thinking about like, when, like, I've always had a 250 area code, um, which is like a British Columbia, it's, it's like British Columbia that's not the lower mainland, like around Vancouver. And then, Back when I was a kid, you didn't even have to type in an area code because there were not enough phone numbers. But then now there's too many phone numbers. So then they made a second area code. And I was like, oh, no, I hope when I get a phone number, I don't have to be like a 778 number. But if I did, I wouldn't have really cared. I would have just been like, oh, that's kind of annoying. I'd rather be a 250. But like, I wouldn't make a big deal about
1: it. Like it wouldn't be like Carrie. I just can't imagine like giving a shit
0: like to be yeah, honest it's so nothing. I really it's, don't. yeah I, it's so nothing like it's like she thinks it's like part of her new york cred or something
1: the only like area code i know because over here so like landline numbers have area codes but that's it so like london is 020 um mm-hmm. but, uh, but don't
0: you have like 10 digit phone numbers anyway yeah yeah okay so because so, here there's seven but then the area code makes it 10
1: oh okay Mm -hmm. yeah we have that anyway and like i think the uk area code is plus 44 like the band um oh (laughs) the the not blink 182 band um yeah i just had a look at my american ex's number uh because i was like i wonder what area code he is and he's 773 chicago baby
0: 773 in the chicago Ugh. i don't even know what accent that is anyway no, I yeah i don't oh. even know what the fucking area code is in the city i currently live in
1: so no. let's go, go fill the illinois <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you i knew you'd like that um, I do like that. so yeah so this is where like she gets carry a new phone and they just have like the little chat and she's like oh i, I felt like a change I felt like a I felt like spicing up a bit. And uh, so she calls Sam, Carrie calls Sam, and Sam is looking at this, the hot neighbor who's been fucking a new woman every day. And titty tally. Titty tally. Uh, I have in my notes a massive hat because she's wearing like, a, at one point, oh, Sam is yes! wearing a cartoonishly big hat. <laughs> it's got to be at least. Three foot wide. It's fucking ridiculous. I love it so much, <laughs> it's so much. Yeah. And it's like the Jack moose Jack moose I don't know, saying that correctly. Um, but there was like a, a fashion brand that like did a massive hat like that, and it was very um, it was, it was like talked about when it came out a couple years ago. And then I was like, wow, he really ripped off the Sex and the City movie with that one. Why Ooh. was that a talking point? Anyway, um, <laughs> it is noticeably big. Like I wrote massive all in caps, massively brimmed hat. Massive hat. Uh, and yeah. he. T- so the sexy neighbor takes off his wetsuit and Sam starts eating now because if she, if she can't, she can't fuck him. She wants to fuck him because she's feeling a bit distant from Smith. Mm-hmm. So she wants to have sex with this guy, but she's not going to cheat. So instead she eats. And yeah she does
0: that she also gets a dog she so she like, like goes back yeah she goes back to new york to get like distract herself and she's like she she walks past this wait like, no i think it's
1: like is, rodeo drive where is a rodeo drive it's like the the fancy shopping place in l.a
0: oh okay yeah so it's
1: not in new york
0: yet no. and there's this dog and it's up for like adoption and um originally is not interested because she's not like a dog person but then she sees that this dog and it's a it's a female dog the dog is just humping everything in sight despite the fact that she's fixed
1: yeah dog is just <laughs> horny despite not being able to fuck
0: <laughs> well the dog can still fuck it's just that the dog, dog can it can't get Pregnant? It can't get pregnant. Yeah, and so she yeah. just thinks this is fucking. She's like, "This is amazing. This dog is like fixed and no longer will go in heat, but she
1: still adopts everything. It's queen shit." So she adopts it. Yeah, she's like, "This dog is me. I am this dog. I'm this bitch." And yes. uh, uh, but good for her, I guess. Um, and then we have. So I think we're back with Louise. Uh, I have Louise unpacks Carrie's clothes again. This. This woman is still fucking unpacking Carrie's shit. It's been, like, months. Yeah, this um, is fucking brutal. Yeah, so she accidentally opens the wedding dress box and Carrie is, like, Whoa. uh, But Carrie says she wants to keep it because it's beautiful, which it is. Yeah, uh, it is fair. It's a really nice dress. I would send it back to Vivian Westwood, explain the situation, and ask if she could, like, dye it a different color. Ooh, I feel like I would
0: probably sell it on eBay
1: or something. <laughs> sell it on eBay. It's a dress that Vivian Westwood herself gave to you, and you're just like, I guess I'll sell it.
0: Yeah, featured in this issue of Vogue. Uh I don't know if there's a way you can, like, certify that it's yours. Maybe take a picture of the dress with you holding it and be like, yes, I am, in fact. It's like when people in Animal Crossing want to confirm that they are, in fact, giving up – um fucking like raymond for adoption they have to like to it to confirm that it's legit they have to have a photo of raymond in boxes with you standing there with the chat bubble above your head that says like your handle name and everything like that and something very specific so people know it's legit she could do something like that except for for her dress
1: <laughs> who the fuck is raymond is that the- raymond is that s- it's a stupid that- cat
0: with the two different colored eyes oh, The baby cat. cat i know
1: that yeah. cat looks like he fucking, looks like someone who like wrote Sherlock fan fiction made that cat. Yeah,
0: no, like that cat fully watches, Uh, what's that really shitty TV, newsroom, that cat watches the newsroom.
1: <laughs> that cat yeah. is going to mansplain shit to me that I already understand. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to mansplain Chekhov to me and I'm like, I've literally studied Chekhov plenty of times and he's like, no, but you don't understand, like I don't i don't fuck with that cat i'm sorry um and they so basically like carrie and louise then they go for a drink um louise says that she has a broken heart uh she's got broken heart too from her ex who she left in st louis Mm -hmm. and they were i think she said something like they were gonna get engaged And then he said that, like, actually, I actually changed my mind. Don't see myself marrying you. And they broke up.
0: Yeah, Mm. which seemed like pretty out of nowhere. But uh,
1: uh, mm -hmm. Mm, we'll get that. She has a new guy that she's talking to. Mm. Yeah, she's got a guy she's talking to. And he texts her uh, at, like, 11 o'clock at night. And she tries to explain to Carrie that, like, he's a waiter. So that's when he finishes work. It's not a booty call. And Carrie's like, mm, yeah, it is. And <laughs> Louise is like, and what And what about it? For a
0: second, I was expecting that. I was like, wait a minute. What if this is Steve because he's a bartender and gets off work late? Oh. And, and this is the person that he cheated with? Because we never find out who he cheated with. But it, nice. obviously it's not because Steve hasn't been like – steve has not continued to cheat like congratulations dude but um yeah no it's a completely different guy but that that was kind of like that lit up in my head immediately like person who works late because he's like a bartender or something like that like hmm shrimp trusting that
1: uh, that would be a twist if this film was written in an interesting way that would be yeah. it because the problem, then yeah the yeah then then carrie can have like that conflict herself we can have some conflict this is true as opposed to just like men being shit
0: yes that would be that would be an interesting story the problem is that the sex in the city writers wouldn't like they the thing is they didn't want to write another interracial relationship because of course the person that louise is interested in is also black so they wouldn't make it steve too they no. were like yeah no it's it's like we're only gonna do this because it's like
1: we've done it i'm sorry we've done two interracial relationships i don't think we need another one yeah um yeah. so the, be- it's not it's not it's not um would have been interesting also if it was him i would still say that you know she deserves better um oh yeah fully yeah, yeah. <laughs> so charlotte and carrie are going furniture shopping because carrie wants to redo her apartment mm-hmm. and um apparently harry called harry called carrie uh, um I hope that made sense to everyone uh basically told her that charlotte hasn't been running and charlotte says it's because she's scared of something happening to the baby and carrie's like you can't stop doing something just because you're afraid which i don't know (laughs) like she's right that like she doesn't have to stop running and the doctor said it's fine and everything but also charlotte has had i think at least one miscarriage Yeah, Um, we've
0: only seen one of them. But like, that's enough to,
1: yeah, yeah, to make you really
0: worried. Um, Well, Charlotte's thing is also like, look, bad things are happening to all my friends who are really great people. Like first Miranda gets cheated on. And like, then you have the thing with big like, it's just like, you deserve good things. And I only have good things happen to me. So like something really bad has to happen to me, right? Mm -hmm. And then Carrie is like, Charlotte, you shit your pants. This year,
1: like that <laughs> so that's gonna ever happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, like you've used up all your bad karma for the year. You you shit your pants. Like you're you're not gonna have any more bad shit happen to you.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'd rather shit my pants than like be p- p- publicly stood up by someone I had wasted my time dating for oh, nearly ten fully. years. On yeah. So I'm I like, like I don't know if that. there's like a quota.
0: Yeah, probably not, especially since it wasn't even in the worst type of situation. Like, it was in front of three of your closest friends who just laughed at you. They weren't even, like, no. oh, that's, like, they weren't even just judging you. It's, it, like, it'd be one thing to have that happen and another to be, like, you're about to get married and then you shit your pants in the <laughs> wedding dress or something like that. Like That that'd must be have bad. happened at least once. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> that'd be so is, fucking funny. And it's a
1: white dress as well. Oh, my God. God, you know I'm not going to be dramatic. If that happened to me, I would just walk out into traffic. I just yeah. like that's it. I'm going.
0: Okay, but then consider the fact that they would
1: find your body with just shit all over it. How can that is, just what? everyone dies? When everyone dies, they fucking evacuate their bowels. Like no one well, wants that's to, talk. True, no one wants to evacu- talk about it. but it's what happens. <laughs>
0: I mean, this is 100% true, but it's also just, like, I feel like it's different to have it happen, like, if you're going to have, like, diarrhea all over a wedding dress. That's kind of different than just, like, shitting your pants because you died. Yeah. So I feel this, like- but it's like diarrhea on your wedding dress. <laughs> Thanks. It's the perfect number of syllables. It is the perfect number of syllables. Thank
1: you. It's very poetic as well. Um, it is.
0: Isn't that ironic? <laughs> Don't, Don't you think? stink? Don't you stink! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, a little poo ironic. oh yeah, you my really God. do stink. Uh, yeah. Just a preview of the things we sing at each other in our apartment. Yeah, we do kind of just say shit like that all the time in our apartment. Oh, I love when, it. When we're not recording, so... Um. Yeah,
1: this is what love looks like. (laughs) It's adorable. I love it. Um, (laughs) So yeah, so this this like I don't know. Charlotte then starts to go and running. It convinces her, and that now we're in winter.
0: Yeah, the seasons changed again. And, uh, yeah, it's, like, Christmas time because Louise is about to fly home for uh, Christmas and she gives Carrie a gift.
1: And it's a DVD copy of Meet Me in St. Louis. And it's very sweet. Um, And then Carrie also got her a gift. She, like, pretends to, you know, like, oh, I didn't expect this. And then she's like, because if I did, I would have got you a gift, too. And she got her a Louis Vuitton purse to keep
0: yeah she got her like she got her this extremely expensive purse okay i know it's a designer purse and everything but this is fucking ugly this purse it's is hideous it's, it's like so red ugly. and blue
1: she didn't just it's get not, her yeah. like if she had just like got her classic like, louis vuitton yeah classic louis vuitton or even like you know the like the, the the one that was like parasol It was like why with like the pink and the blue yeah i kind of want one of those um yeah she just got her a classic designer handbag um that she could wear then it could be like an investment piece i don't know this one's ugly it's like kind of patchwork and like really bright it's like a bright pink and a bright yellow and like an orange like it's a lot yeah Uh, yeah she she could have just got her like a regular a regular louis vuitton i guess um but she didn't she didn't she got her a a special edition one and Mm -hmm. And but I mean Louise does love it. She does love it. She screams and jumps up and down and is super happy and it's very nice. Um we mm-hmm. also she, she also mentions that like Carrie isn't going to any holiday parties. She's just just her on her own being sad. Um, with her cup of noodles. And with a <laughs> cup of noodles. Yeah, it's New Year's Eve and Carrie's having a cup of noodles on watching Meet Me in St. Louis. And I think they get to like the trolley song and Carrie turns it off because she's like i miss i miss my man and, yeah yeah i love the trolley song
0: yeah it's uh i don't know it's super well but <laughs> uh, to be honest but um
1: yeah <laughs> yeah fair enough um <laughs> so then so there, um for new year's eve uh miranda is like sending brady off to steve and Steve yeah. pick, like Steve's picking him up, and he he says, "Oh, are you doing anything, Miranda?" And she says, "No." And he's like, "Well, why don't you come out and eat with us?" And she's like, are you, are you, "Is that a joke?"
0: Yeah, she's like, "No, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna stay home." Um, but like they're being nice to each other and everything, yeah. so it's like she's
1: just we She's just lonely. And Brady, she, like before, she was saying to Brady, like when it's when they count down you have to give someone a kiss and he says oh you two should kiss and i don't know miranda is like lasers come out of her eyes yeah <laughs> she's like mm-hmm, no she's like yeah and then she kisses brady and she's like right now go and yeah i think she has like a little cry obviously it's this tough it's like the first new years that she's had alone for a very long time
0: Yeah. Yeah. She calls up Carrie and is kind of just like, she's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I thought having a family meant you'd never have to be alone again on New Year's Eve, which is really
1: depressing. Yeah, that is depressing. Mm -hmm. That's sad. Yeah. And yeah, they're talking on the phone. I think, yeah, Carrie was asleep. And yeah, then she like wakes her up. Oh, and we also get like a montage of everyone um doing their New Year's Eve shit. Um Yeah. Wait, yeah, okay. Let me get this I'm trying I'm picturing it in my mind palace So Miranda Miranda calls Carrie and says, like, oh I'm lonely. And then Miranda says, Oh I'll go back to sleep. It's fine. It'll be fine. And Carrie like puts on a cloak, puts on a coat and like runs to go and get a see miranda obviously mm-hmm. she's not going to get a cab on new year so she gets the subway <laughs> and we sort of in between that um sam and smith have their like matching robes. uh the golden blacks are very happy and adorable mm-hmm. uh big eats alone in like a bar fucking loser um brady and steve all. Will- <laughs> rady and steve have fallen in bed and they're like in the matching like sleeping positions it's very adorable yeah it's pretty cute even though steve die challenge yeah um stanford and anthony are at the same party and they kiss and louise is at a party and she sees her ex Mm -hmm. so but yeah carrie makes it to miranda's and they share some chinese food together yeah that's kind of sweet yeah it's all right it's it's all right and then uh then it's it's new york fashion week baby Mm -hmm. this is where i picked up the episode again
0: after stopping it and being like i cannot possibly watch any more of this episode (laughs) of this movie in one day and then i start, and then we recorded the episode
1: (laughs) i'm looking how many pages do i have left i still have so many pages left
0: I have too many still. It's not, it's like, it's like, I have like maybe a page and a half to two pages left of notes. And I'm like, you know what, this is, yeah. Yeah, It's not too Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, we also, do you, mine are also like typed up, so that makes them kind of smaller.
1: Yeah, mine, I'm talking like typed up ones on my notes app. Um, Yeah, yeah. So it's fashion week, Miranda's reminiscing about Steve, and this is where Charlotte then suggests that maybe she should just take him back, because Charlotte likes Steve. Great for fucking Charlotte, Charlotte, but she's not the one who has to marry him
0: charlotte has like the lowest fucking standards for like her friends partners because she's just like oh i've always rooted for big until he did that little that one thing and just fucking like yeah i think steve's really great i mean like she does saying this right after miranda's like yeah i went to the aquarium with steve and brady and steve was doing the funny dolphin impressions and it was so funny and charlotte's just like oh are you ever gonna forgive him i always liked him so much and he apologized and it's just like charlotte she'll fuck up
1: <laughs> not everyone he's, has a hairy. he's sorry even though he stuck his dick in another person without telling you yeah uh-huh it's great um and then like so miranda says to charlotte like would you say to the Carrie that she should forgive big and Charlotte's like, no, of course not. I hate that man. I she's I like, think, I could kill Big. <laughs> I could kill him. And and she's like, which is like when my grandma was like, I'll kill him. Yeah. Really, I love this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she imagines when she goes out for her runs, she imagines what she would say to him. And she says, I curse the day you were born. That's her opening line it's so good it's so fucking good (laughs) it's great
0: yeah um and then we get this like a little montage of like the the fashion show and carrie's like feeling happy and stuff for kind of like the first time in a long time because it's just like the four girls hanging out together enjoying themselves and then they walk out of the fashion show and sam just gets splashed by these like anti-fur people and uh because samantha is wearing this white fur coat that is like it is like white as snow it is yeah it's uh, like
1: a lot like a cartoon pimp white do you yeah. know what i mean like it's something that like in a in the Chappelle show skit that like the pimps wear yeah like it's it's a lot it's a lot of a, it's a lot of a fur coat to wear um and she gets splashed and painted by like some peter people um and
0: then Um, she's just like god i miss new york (laughs) (laughs) which what (laughs) imagine being so rich that one of your nicest like well maybe not one of your nicest but just like some clothing you spent a lot of money on just got ruined and you're like oh (laughs) oh new york it's so funny
1: oh yeah i mean fur coats especially one like that big and that white is several grand Oh, she's yeah. just like, mm, it's got pain on it, but who cares? I'll cut it out, it'll be fine. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Louise and um, Will, oh, yeah, so that's her ex. She's back together with him, and his name is Will, mm-hmm. even though he said that he couldn't imagine marrying her. Um, they're just back together now, and like she forgave him, even though that is the fucking blow.
0: There is too much forgiving in this movie. I hate it. You know what? If they want to make one forgiving plot where one person is like, you know what? I'm going to forgive you for just treating me like absolute human garbage – then whatever like some people are genuinely like that and will forgive people for being terrible to them but like make it one out of like five plot lines don't make it like yeah. every single plot line like yeah i'm I sorry d- but it makes it sound like everyone should be forgiving of everybody even
1: if they get treated like just roadkill yeah you don't need to forgive people you can forgive people and also also yeah you can forgive people and like not get back with them you That's could say, yeah. Yeah. You could just be like, do you know what? You hurt me, but I, 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 we're both, you know, it was a stupid thing to do. Whatever. Let's just move on. Let's forget about it. But also, I don't need to be in a couple with you. And we don't have to pretend like everything's fine and that none of it ever happened. You know, we don't have to get back together. You can just forgive someone and move on and live your life in, you know, however you see best, see fit. Whatever's best for you. Yeah, it's kind of weird that like this is the other thing like with Louise is she doesn't really get any character. Like it seems like her heart was broken. And also she's obviously like in her 20s, she's like young. I kind of wish that they gave her like maybe she met up this her ex, right? Mm -hmm. And we could actually see that they don't speak to each other. Like we don't see them have a conversation, they're just back together now. Um be nice if we could see her maybe we get a scene with louise and she meets him Mm -hmm. and she's mortified right because she maybe had a feeling that she might have seen him but really didn't want to yeah and um she says to him like you know i don't want to be in st louis right like my family's here i don't hate it here but i want to be in new york because she says mm-hmm. she moved to New York to find love. And she's like, New York is a place for me. I'm enjoying my time there. And, you know, I like being in the big C. And as much as I love you and I'd like to get back with you, I want to follow my dreams, right? Yeah. We get that scene. And you also give her something that she, like, wants to do. I doubt she wants to be a personal assistant forever. So maybe she wants to do something like Carrie. Maybe she wants to work in fashion, right? Yeah. um, So have that be a thing that like she goes to st louis and she still loves the people there but she's outgrown it so she sets herself on a path of self-discovery and that's why she leaves carrie's job in the end right Yeah, she's so much more interesting oh my god it'd be so much more interesting than just like oh i'm gonna get married No, don't do that. You we're supposed to
0: be happy about it. It's like, no, what you were doing. And it's not even like, oh, you're doing so well with, like, this job you have. It's just like, no, you were – you had moved on and, like, are looking for new things. I'm like – Yeah. I don't know. And and part of it is, too, like, the movie seems to kind of make – like, a huge thing about this movie that we kind of talked about in the first episode about it was that – so much of it is like, Oh, we're getting old now. So mm. like, maybe we should just forgive these people instead of like trying to find another person. Cause it's over for us now. And then I- it's like, but then it's also the same thing with this, <laughs> with Louise, who's like in her twenties. And it's like, <laughs> she has so much, like, I mean, all of them have so much more life left to like move on
1: and find people who will treat them better. Like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't it's know. pretty, it's, it's like, you can tell that also this is the other thing with like Louise is you can tell that she has a knack for one organization and two for like knowing deep cut fashion shit. So like I don't know maybe she works as like a closet organizer or a stylist like Carrie Ooh. gets her a job doing yeah. something in fashion sort of you know. Um, That'd
0: be great. Yeah. Especially or like since it- she's kind of outgrown the role of his- not so much outgrown in terms of like. Obviously, she's doing a great job and is, like, overqualified and can do other stuff. But it's also, yeah. like, there reaches a point where her and Carrie are much more, like, friends. But then it's, like, a it's such a weird relationship to have where it's, like, you're friends. But she's also, like, your subordinate that you're paying to do stuff for you. Which is
1: kind of a weird line to cross Yeah, to me of, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they are more, like, friends. I don't know. could be it could sort of delve into like i don't know more of like a mentorship kind of thing
0: yeah um
1: i guess it's also a bit like that i don't know it's kind of weird but maybe, yeah, maybe she works as, like, an archivist or something. Carrie could get her an interview at Vogue. Maybe that's Oh, her yeah, ending. she totally could. Yeah, she gets an interview at Vogue and she like, gets the job doing something there. And, you know, that's where she moves on because it just, it feels very, like, this is the other thing. Apart from Samantha's storyline, which Kim Cattrall actually, like, petitioned for, basically, mm-hmm. it's very, like, you need a man to be happy. In yeah. an undercut way. Not in your face, but it does feel like that. They're like, uh, not even to be happy, just like you need a man to be fulfilled. To be complete. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, you're a complete yeah. person. Men are dessert. Men are accessories. Yes. Yeah.
0: Any and, significant yeah. So other is really...
1: an accessory. Yeah. It's like to add on to the... It's a garnish, you know?
0: Yeah. it's It's part of a big picture where yes. like... Samantha really is the only one to kind of have that be her story where it's like, yeah, if you're missing like every single thing that you want in your life, obviously you're going to be miserable. But like that one piece isn't the piece that's going to like complete the picture and make you happy
1: yeah exactly it sure
0: seems like it when miranda has like she has this kid she loves she has a job that she loves she has like these friends that she loves she loves where she lives like literally the only i mean obviously it's more complicated than like the only thing wrong is not having a man but it's like they really do put the focus on that
1: (laughs) yeah they really do and it's just not necessary in the slightest like yeah it's great and for some of them you know like they want them. It's not like I'm saying they don't need. They all need to be single, but it's like I don't know. there's such an emphasis on like, no, you need to be in a relationship. But mm-hmm. like, you don't. You can just be happy. Yeah. Otherwise, it's ridiculous. Um. So yeah, Louise has brought back her her new fio- uh, her boyfriend or whatever, and Carrie meets him, and they're really happy. It's Valentine's Day now. Um. So Carrie gets a Valentine's Day card from Lily. It's which so is cute. It's cute. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. It's all I need. Is
0: it's that, another that Cinderella. Is,
1: yeah, Cinderella and it's like and just like crayon scribbles and it says like for to Aunt Carrie and I'm like, "Oh, that's adorable." It's adorable. Yeah. I'd rather have that. I'd Do you know what? It's just the fact that I didn't get a Valentine's Day card. If I get one from like my adorable like little niece. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay that's fine i don't need a man i just want like cute valentine's day cards yeah i just want flowers sent every now and again i don't want to i don't need a man i can do that myself <laughs> um yeah. and sam calls and you know she's like oh hey how you doing and she basically says like so sam's plans that she's going to cover herself in sushi for smith mm-hmm. to come home and then eat the sushi off her and then have sex with her i guess yeah um and carrie's plans are that she's gonna go out with miranda for dinner bad idea don't ever go out on valentine's day
0: yeah like i guess if you're gonna go with a friend it's just gonna be so busy is the thing Mm. like i guess they probably made a reservation but like they're gonna do that but then they're also gonna go to like a slasher movie i guess which um i do love the idea that like of horror movies being put out in february which i guess sometimes happens but um but also like going to see a movie on valentine's day just sounds like a nightmare too
1: yeah i do love the film so that's a good valentine's day movie to watch um yeah i say just go see the slasher film but then again in the slasher film you're gonna get people making out i suppose Um, yeah
0: and it would just be such a packed theater and like i don't know if they ever like maybe in new york they had this before but like they didn't really until the last like five years here have like the ability to like book your seat in advance and like reserve where you're gonna sit so you can guarantee that you'll sit with your friend even if you show up when the movie starts like that didn't exist until really recently here so i don't that just seems like a nightmare on like the biggest date night of the year but that's just me
1: yeah 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 i don't know um maybe yeah i'd say maybe this is a stay home one just order pizza and get out some dvds but they for sure they go out um the waitress thinks they're girlfriends which they should
0: be gay yes
1: now that's the twist now that's the twist we need miranda and carrie have had great chemistry let them be girlfriends fuck it
0: let Um, them they had these terrible men they need to realize that like they're already two of the most important people in each other's lives they just need to realize that there is the sexual attraction too
1: oh come on it's not hard no um (laughs) so carrie uh has read the article um in vogue which, I don't know, when did that come out? In This February now, and that came out in October. Yeah, it's um, been a while. I guess she's, it's a while. I think she says, like, she finally, like, braved actually reading it. And she says that in it, she pretty much just talks about herself, and she's like, oh, I'm not surprised that, th- I'm not surprised that he was freaking out, because all I talked about was myself, my wedding, and my this, and me, 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 and I this, and I that and she blames herself for the reason that john um didn't want to marry her Mm -hmm. Uh, so miranda is like well we can't be having a blame blaming herself so she tells her about the the incident at the rehearsal dinner Mm -hmm. and carrie is like okay that was in september so it's been nearly six months yes
0: Yeah, she's pretty upset that Miranda kept this a secret for so long. And because she's like, yeah, I never keep secrets from you, literally. Like, I've been wondering for months what did it, what made him not show up. And honestly, like, yeah, I do think that was an influence, but I don't think it's the only reason because he was already – I don't know, like, the wedding was already stressing him out to begin with, and so I don't think that was the only thing. And Carrie is kind of making it sound like that is the only thing Mm. that made him change his mind. But she, she's like, I've never kept a secret from you once. Oh, except for the one secret, which is that I think you made a mistake by leaving Steve. Which is like, what the
1: fuck? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess she says it to, like, maybe she says it to her, her, but, like i don't know i don't know if that's true um yeah and she storms out and there's also this restaurant has like streamers all over yeah it. there
0: is just they're hanging everywhere they're like in their faces like i've seen restaurants have stuff hang from the ceiling before but not like so far down that it is hanging over the tables and in the face of the people so that they can like are bumping into
1: them <laughs> it's
0: oh really God. distracting
1: it doesn't like a very cleanly thing either because like when the servers are bringing out the food would it not be like at streamer height that's really gross hmm yeah pretty Ooh. much yeah, so so Carrie leaves, and obviously they're upset. Um, and then I have a, a, a sort of a semi tea tally, I'll say here, um, we have Samantha with the sushi on her body, and yeah. there's, I mean, we lovely racist music of like yeah, our East. and we need the to have music. a gong and like yeah. You know, and she also so has like chopsticks in her hair the chopsticks yeah, oh. yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> that was the thing i was like i didn't yeah. notice the music but yeah the chopsticks were pretty bad
1: <laughs> the chopsticks and the music is just like a double whammy if not necessary
0: yeah and uh she's lying on the table all like garnished up with the sushi all over her body and like covering her nipples and just and everything uh and she's waiting because he's supposed to arrive she's like oh any minute now and then she gets a phone call and she can't pick it up right because she's obviously like too far away from the phone and it just the the answering machine goes and it's smith and he's like i'm gonna be a bit late uh so just letting you know Um, yeah
1: um i mean again sushi i don't know if sushi's the right one the food that that, like has to say cold or else it gets gross um yeah. And also smells of fish. I don't know if I want that on my body.
0: Yeah, it's not the most sanitary thing. Like, if I knew that he was going to be late at this point, I'd probably go, okay, there's really not that much sushi on my body. Maybe let's just take it off gently and then wait, like, until closer to when he's going to come and put it back on and maybe keep it in the fridge in the meantime. Um, But no, she just leaves it there and lies there for, like, an hour waiting for him. And then eventually she just gets annoyed and she does eat a piece and then just gets up and her shoes are fucking <gasps> incredible. They yes. have, like, the the part that, like, goes up the top of her foot is, like, a fish skeleton. Yes, it's dead fish because she's covered in sushi. Her mind. Oh, so good. I, I want these shoes so bad. They're so fucking good. Um, but, yeah, then sushi just falls off her body just all over the floor and she just doesn't
1: pick it up. And she just leaves it there yeah uh, she like walks outside and the neighbor is there like just fucking pounding this woman and samantha is like god i wish that were me and then it turns out women, threesome yeah it's two women (laughs) and the the one woman so he's like, like missionary with one of these women and then the other one like comes up from behind him like like she's like down on the floor i guess and then comes up from behind so i'm like was she eating his ass i have no idea what (laughs) she was doing was she eating his ass as it was as he was twerking into someone else what
0: that kind of seems like what was probably happening because like she is just like fully lying down i don't think she has access to the other woman's ass no yeah his dick is fully busy so that's probably that or she was maybe not with her mouth but like with her hands or something like that but I have no idea Maybe, maybe but, we, yeah. schools,
1: but like it's a lot when he's like humping someone like stuff yeah, is moving around no I don't know if it's a face like or anything and she's when it's like, moving
0: yeah she's also like fully making this face like she's super into it even though he can't even like see her face and I'm just like I feel like this is a little unbelievable, but that's fine. It fully is kind of just shot like it's porn. Like, it is just very much like, uh, they probably just, like, hired actual porn actors for this, probably.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think they had a look and they were, like, actual pornographic actors, which makes sense. Because, you know, I think if you're doing, if your job is to just simulate sex and be naked, it's like, mm, let's get someone who's, that's their job. Who's the job is to it. look like they're having very yeah. good sex so
0: even though it's just not very like super realistic but it's still like yeah and like the girl who's like lying down getting pounded she's just like we get we get her titty tally and she's just like rubbing the shit out of her tits and she's- he's just like yeah yeah
1: she's having a great time um, they're
0: they, all three of them seem to be having a great time, which is why I'm thinking they're porn actors.
1: Yeah, but. they're doing and they <laughs> have beautiful, yeah, I think they are porn actors. Um, I, ha- I remember I had a look at the IMDb and I was like, I've never seen these people in my life. Oh, you yeah. know, they had like porn names. So I was like, they're probably porn actors. Um, yeah. Smith comes home and he like doesn't think it's that big of a deal. Um, but Samantha is pissed and she like throws stuff and she like throws a sushi at him and she's like i am not the type of woman who waits around and um for a man and she storms off
0: yeah and i do think she's like overreacting a bit especially since she's not the kind of person who's ever into valentine's day really but like he's also being like kind of nonchalant about it when it's like oh sorry like i didn't realize you were gonna do something like i would have if i'd known i would have come home earlier if i could have or something and he also takes like a little like after she kind of storms off he like had a
1: valentine's gift for her but we don't ever find out what it is i don't think no i i don't think so um he like does he go to open it it isn't like a heart shaped box i think i mean i doubt it was just chocolate
0: yeah it was probably some kind of jewelry or something i don't know
1: Mm. but yeah um yeah so then after that um miranda has sent i'm sorry phone calls for like three days and then like big she's waiting outside in the rain for carrie and it's very like when big is ever outside carrie's place just waiting in the car. Yeah. It's the same thing.
0: <laughs> it's the same thing. The only difference is that she's in a cab instead of a personal car. And, um, Carrie gets home and is like, have you just been sitting here waiting? And she's like, yeah, for about $17 worth of like, uh, the timer on the mm. cab. <laughs> and, uh, so she gets Carrie to get in and they kind of talk about it. And Miranda's like, look, Carrie, you have to forgive me. And I'm just like, wait. There is nothing more frustrating than when someone wants you to forgive them and they tell you you have to forgive me. Like you, you say I would really appreciate it if you would forgive me, and I understand if you never ever want to. But like just straight up saying you have to forgive me is extremely bold.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like no, you have to, and it's like or else what? <laughs> but that's also that's also what Carrie says to Aiden is no she you does have to fully. forgive
0: me yeah yeah it's like no you you don't have to um but then carrie's also just kind of like okay well that's both of you when like she she's like well, you won't even forgive steve and you want me to forgive you and miranda's like okay that is not the same thing like i kept something from you that m- may have not even influenced big probably did but like it's probably not the only influence steve cheated on me those are extremely different things like uh,
1: they're you can't call those the same but okay Yeah, so I guess she's kind of like, I don't know, maybe I was too harsh. And they go to couples counseling. Yes. um, Where basically Steve is like, Steve is mad that Carrie... No, Steve is mad that Miranda is like kind of cold, I guess, and not very communicative. And then obviously Miranda is mad that he fucking cheated.
0: Yeah, I kind of feel like it's wild here that Steve even has things that he is talking about that he's like you know miranda you're like you don't you don't open up to me very much and it's just like okay but that doesn't mean that you cheat on her
1: no that means
0: you talk to her and say you don't talk to me enough about these things and i want to have a real conversation like adults and it's, like, he's, like, compl- not, compl- well, he kind of is complaining at this counseling thing about things Miranda was doing before they, like, separated. And it's, like, this is really more about you, though. Like, why are we why are we talking about what Miranda was doing?
1: Yeah. But. Uh, that's, that's a lot. Um, and then, uh, very quickly, um, Miranda is on a walk with Carrie. They finish the sessions. It's starting to become spring now. And they, so basically, so they've had these couple's counseling sessions. They figured out where they were going wrong, and then their counselor, because I don't know, their counselor is a, just a dramatic bitch, has said, um, <laughs> "You two are not going to talk to each other for two weeks, and you're going to decide if you want to be together. And mm-hmm. um, to do that, if you want to be with the other person, what you have to do." is go and meet in a place of your choosing the two of you's choosing um at a specific time and date and if you're both there you'll be together and you'll forget about the past and you know it'll just be be you two together and if you if one of you don't if one of you doesn't want to be with the other person they're gonna be in public looking like a fucking twat with pie on their face (laughs) (laughs) basically basically she does the fucking prisoner's dilemma on them why why not just say look take yeah i understand the like don't speak to each other for a certain amount of time and realize Mm -hmm. you'll figure out if you miss being in contact with that person Mm -hmm. and it sort of allows you a space to be alone with your thoughts that makes some sense to me right Mm -hmm i can understand saying like look take these time apart and then at the end you have a conversation together either if you get but if you get back together you have to leave the past in the past fine why do you need to do a fucking sleepless in seattle because it makes for a better movie scene i guess
0: the thing is they also didn't have to meet somewhere so dramatic they could have literally just met like outside of Miranda's apartment or like in the park or something but no they just Steve and Miranda decide to be really you know dramatic well Carrie says poetic about it um, yeah and meet on the Brooklyn Bridge like halfway between each of them which
1: like okay um, (sighs) they're meeting on a bridge do you get it do you get it Um, I would say that's their I mean I would just go full sleeps in Seattle and say meet me on the Empire State Building
0: yeah you'd think so do you not have to pay to go up that though?
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean I guess if you do It's it. kind
0: of like yeah, it's like hmm, maybe I love Steve, but I do I love him like I don't know how much it costs. Do I love him this many dollars worth <laughs> to go up the Empire State <laughs> building? And you're like, actually,
1: I don't think I do. Yeah. Um so yeah. Uh the apartment on Fifth Avenue the Big and Carrie bought has sold. Um and Louise is engaged, so she's moving back to St. Louis wow, so glad she moved to New York. She ruined her entire life to move to New York and now she's moving back for this fucking loser guy who couldn't commit to her previously.
0: Yeah, and now she, well, she's engaged now, so, like, she's getting married in the fall, so I guess that's supposed to be exciting news. Carrie's excited for her, Louise is excited, but it's just, like, you all have so much... I don't know if it's, like, naivety or, like, what it is, but it's just, like... I just feel like you're all so stupid. Everyone in this movie is
1: stupid. Yeah, everyone's just, like... I don't want to say thinking with their clit, but, like... (laughs) That's kind of it. Yeah, it kind of
0: is. They kind of just are doing that, and... Yeah, Miranda... Miranda sure is because she makes her pros and cons list about Steve and like part of the the conversation with Carrie was Carrie being like look you're a lawyer You you could argue either side of this and like it would make sense so it's kind of like not logic it's what's in your heart And Miranda makes this pros and cons list. The thing I hate about pros and cons lists is, like, I feel like, yes, you could have one list that's way longer than the other list, but the things on the list are not all weighted equally. So, like, one thing on the list could, like, overwrite ten things on the other side of the list. So, it's kind of, like, I guess it's somewhat helpful for putting all your ideas down, but I don't know if, like, looking at the size of the list is really helpful.
1: My friend asked me to do a pros and cons list when I asked them for, like – Help making decision and i started it and then immediately was just like no um i feel like flip a coin my this is i know i'm a virgo but i have the most like chaotic way of making decisions which is i will flip a coin and then based on the gut reaction i get i'll either follow the coin or not
0: no i mean that's good because like if the coin tells you something that you didn't want and your immediate reaction is oh no i wish i had gone the other way then you kind of know exactly what is supposed and if you don't if you feel indifferent about it then you just follow it so it's like i don't know i think that's a pretty good way to make decisions
1: yeah but, exactly yeah that's what i do if if i get the gut feeling of yes or oh fuck i wish it was the other way i'm like okay well i know what i wanted it just yeah. makes it clearer in my mind um mm-hmm and so she makes this uh pros and cons list but then also like, she has a point of i don't know you with this i guess it's just like you gotta follow your heart at the end of the day
0: yeah and i think she kind of does follow her heart more than the list because like the list is like pretty long on both some of the things on the cons list are extremely funny like one of them is like nose hairs
1: yeah i'm trying to find the list here so like in prose we have like good father sweet good listener blah blah blah. carpenter plumber he said she says um -hmm. then it says doesn't care if i cook not threatened by my job good lover um Mm -hmm. good body And then (gasps) cons She has affairs Sneaky Selfish Doesn't read emotion Uncomfortable at work functions Breath Occasionally uh, Dependent (laughs) Nose hair Doesn't wipe his ass No Doesn't wipe his fucking arsehole And then She says My favourite one Watches cartoons And then scratched out big red flag I mean flag it could be it.
0: worse uh, man, I guess it depends on what it is it depends because on if the it was kids. like
1: if it's like studio Ghibli I'm like that's fine um
0: that's that's cool but if it was like Steve is obsessed with Evangelion I'd be like oh no
1: nope not meeting him on the Brooklyn Bridge no I yeah I a big <laughs> red flag for me I am I am not and I have not and will not sleep with a man who like watches anime in a cringy way um <laughs> yeah If because yeah, if they're like, oh, I'm watching Japanese animation, that's fine. But when it's like cause it's like, oh, I'm gonna watch a studio Ghibli movie. Do you want to watch Princess Mononoke tonight? Yeah, cool. Um, do you want to watch Akira? Yeah, hell yeah I do. Um but then when it's like oh I'm gonna watch this fucking like schoolgirl fucking slice of life anime, Mm -hmm. it's like oh my god, I'd rather eat glass. (laughs) absolutely not i'm not letting you should not be allowed to even smell pussy fuck off um (laughs) and she has again had sex with someone not driven says embarrassing things and silly
0: silly is under the cons list what the fuck is wrong with okay that should be on a pro but i do feel like slept with someone else is a big enough con to override the entire
1: pro list yeah i feel like that's a big enough one that you can be like "Mm, no
0: yeah but it isn't she nice. like before she goes to the bridge she like looks in the mirror at the coffee shop which is probably also a starbucks and she has like a milk mustache again like a haha funny callback to like the beginning of the movie where she had a milk mustache and uh then she decides to go to the bridge and it's very like happy dramatic i guess they they see each other on the bridge and they like walk towards each other and it's this dramatic embrace and then we cut to them fucking and we
1: get a titty tally yeah we do um do love boobies they're still, like yeah. a full titty tally and they're like fucking fucking
0: oh yeah they're like fully like he's like behind her and she's like sitting on his dick or something and like they're carrie's voiceover is like after that miranda never looked back except for once and then she like looks back at him when they're oh. fucking because he's like behind her <laughs>
1: It's <laughs> so stupid it's so gross but th- yeah they are fucking fucking um and then we see samantha and she she's reading the secret on the beach and <laughs> <laughs> it's, very, it's 2010 It's 2000 and whatever the fuck is the two yeah it's late 2000 so hard um and the dog her dog like leads her to her neighbor's house and he mm-hmm. is just, like, he has, like, an outdoor shower, I guess, for, like, the beach, which I love an outdoor shower. Um Ooh, yeah. And he's washing, and he's nude, and he turns around, and we see a cock.
0: We fucking see his hog there.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. I mean, it's big. It's big as well. I guess it's probably, like, a semi, but, like, it is... Yeah, that's kind of what it seems like. But it's only for, like, a second. I'm so mad. We see so many tits in this film, and we see, like, one glimpse of dick. Yeah. Yeah. It makes no sense. Like, know your target audience,
0: but anyway. I was thinking
1: about it, and, like, I don't know. I feel like this must have been one of the first dicks I had seen. Like, I mean, obviously, that's not just, like, I don't know, being in a changing room or something. But, like, Mm -hmm. this is, like, an adult man. And I was like just starting puberty when this film came out (laughs) and I saw that penis and I was like, I don't know. I I had, it was a weird like looking at it and being like, wow, I've seen that. I've seen, I think I've seen that dick before. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Probably did things to me that I don't realize until right now. Um, Yeah. And Samantha is, you know, in awe and he's just like, oh, hey, do you want to join me?
0: Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm Dante, because of course his name is Dante, mm. and uh, yeah, <laughs> there's also, like, music playing, and Matt's just like, they always have to play, like, racially, like, appropriate music for every type of scene, huh?
1: Yeah, I think he's, isn't it, like, kind of, like, mariachi? It's, like, very, like, Latin. like Latin.
0: Yeah, it, that's and, what it basically is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, um, because I guess because I think he's like meant to be. I don't know if the actor is, but I'm I'm guessing like Latino, um, yeah, or yeah, I don't know. He's just sort of like vaguely ethnic enough for the for it to be sexy. So to do this.
0: Yeah, you know, don't
1: let he can say one line, okay?
0: Yeah yeah the one line of i'm dante and then he's like hey do you want to join me and samantha of course is like with smith and doesn't want to cheat on him and so she picks up her dog and like runs away without saying anything and he's just like hey i'm here anytime if you want to come back and some other time like feel free to
1: join me <laughs> yeah <laughs> and- i guess he's like seen her watching and just like doesn't care um yeah he's probably just like this is great yeah he's probably into it I mean, I'm not saying that... Obviously, like, don't stare at people when they're fucking. um, But I think there becomes a point where it's like, okay, you're leaving the curtains open all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. You probably want me to see, in which case, like, don't make people see you fuck. Like, just don't... If you want to do kinky shit, that's fine. Just make sure everyone's consenting. Don't be fucking gross about it. Yeah. Um, For sure. PSA. And... So... Then... Oh, God, I got lost in my baby shower. We're at the baby shower. You're right. I got lost in my notes. We're at the baby (laughs) shower and it's at Carrie's place. And her her new, like, interior design looks awful. Yeah, it sucks. It's just like fucking ugly, bright. It's like this blue, which looks like the kind of blue that's like in bathrooms. It's not the blue that you want to have in your entire, especially the studio. So, like, the entire bedroom and living room and kitchen is that color um yeah. but yeah so it's a baby shower and then surprise it's samantha and wow i'm so surprised that samantha showed up in new york again oh my what? Gosh, for, her, for, <laughs> for her friend's baby shower i never would have guessed she would have come to, for that oh my god Ugh. they scream again though they, they do scream they do scream and then anthony is like oh hey fight <laughs> basically he's just like wow you've put on a lot of weight and I'm just like hello (laughs) I'm like um and everyone just like is awkward about it and not like um can you die I feel like Anthony's character is one that obviously does exist in the real world but it's like yeah I'm a very camp gay man so I'm gonna be horrible to everyone and no one can be mean to me because it's just me being like sassy
0: Yeah, and then on top of that, he's also Italian, so it's kind of just like, oh, you know, just like how Italians are just kind of like rude and in your face about stuff. So it's like those two stereotypes combined together into one character where he just gets to be really loud and obnoxious I forgot,
1: I forgot that he was Italian, and I forgot that was an Italian stereotype, but you're (laughs) right. I mean, not that I forgot he was Italian because obviously he's Italian because he mentions it enough. Um, I mean, he's, like, Italian-American, but you know what I yeah, mean? Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Which is the worst, the worst kind of... There's the thing. I think it's just the American thing, because Irish-American people are annoying, too. I think it's just the American people are annoying.
0: It's people who are like the white people who are trying so hard to like tie themselves back to their heritage, their <laughs> heritage of being Italian, where it's just like, wow, I love being rude and drinking wine and eating pasta and uh there's nothing you can do about it. Also, I kind of speak with a bit of an accent and and that's about it. Why it's like
1: you- I know. I don't understand people who speak with an accent when like i
0: guess part of it is like where they grew up so it's not like they speak with an italian accent i'm thinking of like people in jersey shore who are gonna have a jersey shore like a jersey oh yeah yeah no
1: but i mean like (laughs) i follow this person well i don't follow them they just come from my tiktok sometimes and they mention that they're like african-american but they have like a faux jamaican accent and i'm like why do you have why do you have a jamaican accent we like, They sound like Ms. Cleo. I guess, like, the
0: only reason would be, like, if you grew up with family who are, like, they're you're, – you're, like, your parents are immigrants and that was most of your socialization yeah. as, like, a child was with your family, then, like, it would totally make sense to have an accent and stuff. But, like, most people who – whose parents were immigrants generally like Don't you, you end them. up with the accent of your peers like yeah exactly. like if you go to like, school with other people my yeah.
1: grandparents were immigrants and like my dad does not have my dad can't even do a possible fucking trini accent yeah he, he speaks in a better english accent than i do so it's kind of weird <laughs> i think when people have yeah. like accents where i'm like well you know like when italian american people say like any italian word and they're like a very funny yeah like, okay. it'd be very
0: funny if it if uh anthony did have, just have an italian accent out of nowhere and he was just like "Ah, oh, it's a samantha oh samantha you look really <laughs> you bad look today what's a <laughs> <laughs> that's a spicy meatball and just like samantha's like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, it's so awful that he's just, he's, that he's like, oh, the first thing he says to her is, oh, you put on weight. And yeah. everyone is just like, okay, well, he's right. Like, what? why would you it's wild to me. like
0: this isn't even something that i noticed that like maybe her character was supposed to be looking bigger than before or something but like the very next scene the four girls are like eating cake together and samantha's like yeah i eat so i don't cheat and and carrie's like i don't mean to be rude but how did you not notice which is like what the fuck they're so
1: fucking horrible like they're so horrible to her and obviously it is something which like bigger people do live with and if you've gained weight you've probably yeah. had a conversation with someone who's like made a snide comment or something about it um yeah but like it's just so much that I honestly kind of found it darkly humorous yeah <laughs>
0: It is wild. And then, yeah, it is very much, like, the
1: kind of people who
0: are, like – because cause Carrie even goes, don't get me wrong, you would look beautiful at any size, but how did you get like this? And it's, like, people very much do that when they're trying to be, like, I would love you no matter what, but I still think it's fucked up. And it's, like, yeah, no, this kind of just is what people are like. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, she's, like, oh, I'd love you at any size, but you are a fucking gargantuan monster. What the fuck? Like – and she
0: looks um, the exact fucking same to me so i'm
1: she, just like I, <laughs> uh, do you know what they did they just put her in like jeans that are a bit too tight yeah that's yeah <laughs> they have like a close-up of her stomach and she's wearing like low-cut jeans and like a little bit of her tummy is hanging out and it's just that her jeans are too tight is that i yeah. it. and maybe they put like a little bit of maybe they said hey kim can you have a big breakfast this morning and then yeah. that was it um she hasn't like get. it's not like she has to put on it she doesn't even put on like a fat suit it's not like when betty got fat in madman um no she's not fat um so yeah and then she says that like she needs to stick with smith because smith stayed with her through chemo so like she can stay with him through this and they're like honey you just compared your relationship to chemotherapy um so
0: yeah <laughs> it's and is like well what you're not supposed to be unhappy in relationships like All the time, right? Like, what, are you happy every day in your relationship? And and Charlotte's like, well, yeah? Like, Charlotte is like,
1: I have emotions every day of my life.
0: Yeah. She's like, look, I mean, there's obviously going to be like, there might be parts where I'm down in a given day, but overall, yeah, I am happy in my relationship every day of my life. Like, you should be happy in the relationships that you're in. Like, of course there's going to be work. It's like those fucking straight people on Facebook who make those posts that are like, five years with my wonderful boyfriend there's always ups and downs of course sometimes it's way harder than it needs to be but (laughs) i love you no matter what even though sometimes i just want to fucking kill you and it's like dude are you happy (laughs) like what the fuck is like are you are straight people okay
1: the answer to that is always no um no but yeah so samantha goes home she breaks up with smith um and she does the I think she said this to Richard where she's like I love you but I love me more so I guess that's just her go-to breakup line. Um Yeah,
0: it is very friendly. Like she's like, "Look, I still love you and everything. It's just like, yeah, I love me more and this is not working and you're always going to be really important to me, but" and he he handles it like an adult and everything and it's kind of just a nice break. Um, Carrie's voiceover is like some of the great love stories are not like long novels; they're just short stories. And I'm like, they dated for five years. That's a significant.
1: That's not a short story to me. But no, they dated for like a, a five years is a long relationship. Yeah, and uh um, relationship. Yeah, so this is apparently like Kim Cattrall like was unhappy that Samantha ended like up in a relationship with Smith and wanted to, to get this. Which I'm like, I don't know. I feel like Smith is the person that Samantha should – if she's going to end up with anyone, it should be Smith. But I get the kind of thing of, like, she's an independent person. Yeah. It makes sense for her character, to be honest. Yeah, um, for sure.
0: And it's like – I'm happy that they didn't try to just be like, oh, we're going to make the second movie and make her end up with some other guy. Oh, and yeah. have it be like, now she's – like, it's like, okay, if it's not going to be Smith, it's not going to be anybody. No. So it's kind of like she's just Samantha again. Yeah. and uh, (sighs) She wasn't always Samantha, but you know what I mean? Like, she's single Samantha again, and she doesn't need that to be complete. She's happy.
1: Yeah, exactly. She doesn't need a man to be complete. And, like, if it was causing her stress, she should leave, and it's fine. Um, And then we go back to – so she's going to go back and live in New York again. Um, But someone else is leaving New York, luckily, because Carrie can't have more than um, three friends. So Louise is leaving – and she like meets she's like, "Oh, Carrie, here's all your letters from your p o box might come in handy later um, and then she gives her this key ring that Louise has carried around that says like Love on it, and she's like, "I found love. Ugh, this is for you. I'm gonna go meet a man who fucking broke up with me, but now he likes me again, and I'm gonna go back to yeah. St. Louis, even though I wanted to leave."
0: Yeah. And Carrie's like, "Well, I'll meet you I'll meet you in St. Louis when she's she's cuz she's going to go to her wedding eventually." And uh
1: yeah, okay. Okay. Um, and she basically says, "You know, she's like, "You you brought me back to life." St. Louis from St. Louis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then and then fucking Louise is like, "Well, you made me Louise Vuitton, And it's like <laughs> This is so much. They could have just named her anything, but they were like, "No, we're gonna make, we are going to run this joke into the ground."
1: What if she just wanted, like, I don't know, like a Dior bag? What if she wanted a Chanel would handbag? Would it, yeah. they call her Chanel from maybe Channel? Maybe they
0: would have called her Chantel or something, and then they'd be like, <sighs> "No, I'm not Chantel. I'm Chanel." And Carrie, it would have been a whole thing, maybe, and then she would have been from. I don't know. Mm. Something else that's not St. Louis where she could have made another joke.
1: Um, <laughs> so Charlotte um. <laughs> Charlotte is getting lunch and she's done like, loads of shopping and she sits down and she sees big. Just eating alone again, fucking loser. Um,
0: remember eating in the restaurants? Um, oh boy. anyway. She immediately gets up to like. Well, originally I think she wants to just move tables, but then Big sees her, so she just like leaves. Also, the waitress is um, I don't know her name. It's the the girl from Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment Twenty Three,
1: who's not Kristen Ritter. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. I I noticed her too, and I was like, OMG, the the bee it's in the bee. Apartment Twenty well, Three. I do love I love that show.
0: Yeah. it's I I never finished it, but I should. Because I do enjoy Kristen Ritter, and I've heard it's very funny. Um, even though it stresses me out, there's a joke about Lost in it that is just wrong. Because there's like a moment where she wakes up and she's like, oh my god, they were dead the whole time. And I'm like, that's not what happens in Lost. That's not the ending. Anyway. I, it makes
1: me mad. Because people just ex- think that's the ending. Yeah, that's not yeah. the ending. Um, <laughs> So yeah so like charlotte runs out and she smith chases after her like oh my god because he wants to get back in contact with carrie um and she like says to him she shouts at him and she's like i curse the day you were born um she's telling him how like she hates him and everything and then her water breaks
0: yeah, her water breaks. Um, and, like, the whole time he's just like, whoa, don't run. You're pregnant and trying to be, like, nice and everything. And she's just like, no, you're not nice because you did that to my friend and I was always rooting for you, even when you were terrible before. <laughs> and she gets even- so riled up that her water breaks. I do love that, that that's what causes
1: it. Yeah. So then the, so he um, uses, like, his car to get her to the hospital. She tries to get a cab and he's like, uh, no. Oh, you're in labor, so and then she like hits them in the face with her bag. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then the next scene is Carrie like goes to visit the um, the new baby, and you know, mum and baby in the hospital, and um, yeah, the baby's called Rose and Harry. So, I
0: Harry's- would think this was cuter, but these are literally both Harry Potter epilogue baby names.
1: Oh fuck, yeah, you're right. Which
0: fucking is just like. Really? Okay. When- Obviously, that epilogue wasn't out at that point, but it's just very like, oh, so you're that type of person. Your 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 baby naming is the, at the J.K.
1: Rowling level. Okay, we got gotcha. you. Um, J.K. Rowling don't as ever as come as 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 on that. City Girls <laughs> Might Do.
0: When did this movie come out? It Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, actually, it did come out. They read the Harry Potter epilogue, and they were like, this is good!
1: And no. I was like,
0: no. Um... Anyway, uh, yeah, this is Rose, but this this Rose is cuter than the one from Harry Potter, because the one from Harry Potter is Ron and Hermione's kid, which probably looks like Ronald McDonald. So, um, but this one is very cute.
1: Um, <laughs> Do you know what? I'm so glad that my hair is incredibly dark, and um, both my parents have dark hair, and both their parents have dark hair. So that mm-hmm. the chances of me having a ginger baby, even if me and Donald Gleason, who... I definitely could. <laughs> he knocks me yeah. up, and we have a baby. Those babies are coming out dark haired.
0: Yeah, that seems pretty likely. Yeah,
1: ninety five percent. I'm not a geneticist, but I think that's a correct number. Um,
0: you would have to have some kind of blonde grandparents for that to
1: happen. That's like the only reason why Matt's
0: um nephew is blonde. Is yeah, just that's- like the the recessive genetics
1: i do not have any blonde grandparents no mm-hmm. i don't have blonde yeah. gran- blonde grandparents so my baby will not have any coming from my side <laughs> there are no blondes in this family but <laughs> from my cousins which is disgusting i i don't like them i mean i do i love them but like it's kind of weird that they're blonde it's a bit creepy a bit upsetting yeah um get fucked <laughs> <laughs> um but like harry is so sweet he says oh he says like it's his destiny to be surrounded by beautiful women um i love like, him I love, oh, I love him i'm like oh my god i want to harry and hmm. you know and like obviously charlotte is fine um and everyone's just happy it's a wonderful moment and they're yeah so they tell carrie obviously the thing with big and carrie's a little bit shook up but she's like just glad that charlotte's okay and then she goes to leave and harry says you know look i didn't want to do this but like he asked me to to ask you to to contact him um i just felt like sorry (laughs) he's like apparently so big was waiting around and every time he heard a high heel clop he like went to attention because he was waiting for carrie to show up but eventually he left and yeah. he says like look i felt i felt sorry for the poor schmuck like it, my I, and he's you know he's happy he's in a generous mood like he's just he's just seen his baby be born um yeah so he's like hey, hey he's very much cut me some slack yeah <laughs>
0: He is very much kind of like, look. If you never want to talk to the guy again, that is extremely valid of you. He doesn't yeah. say valid because that he doesn't listen to the show, but um, <laughs> he, <laughs> but he's basically just like, yeah, like if you don't want to contact him, don't. But I just figured I'd pass on the message, yeah. and you know, fine. Um, so, but he also lets slide this one thing that Big has said he's been writing Carrie for months, and Carrie's like, no, he hasn't. I haven't gotten anything from him, like letters, emails, nothing, like.
1: Mm. That's hmm. and Harry's just like, hey, it's what he said. But you know, um, so Carrie goes home and she like looks up her emails, um, and she tries to like find I don't know wherever Louise put the stuff from Big, and she finds it, and the password is love. <laughs> um, yeah, it's
0: in like a CB Assistant folder that's locked with a password, which I didn't even know you could lock folders in your email with passwords,
1: but I guess. All right. I don't know. Um, Um, Yeah, because she also, she goes through like all the PO box stuff and there's nothing there. But she looks in the emails and it's all like retyped from the book she was reading at the beginning of the film about love letters from great men. It's all these different love letters that he'd seen in the book and that he'd wanted to say to her, but like he couldn't find the words. And then the last one is from him and it's just like, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> It'd be very funny if it just said "I'm sorry." <laughs> much more though. Yeah, it says it. Like, it says like, "I know I screwed up, but I will love you forever."
1: Yeah, but like, I don't know. That's not an apology.
0: No, it's it's not, and it's not. It's not enough. It's kind of like, well, okay, maybe I won't resent him as much, but it's I'm I've moved on at this point. Like, I have other shit to do. But, yeah, no, she she gets a call back from Louise because she originally tries to call Louise about the password before she guesses it. And uh, Louise is like, by the way, don't forget, the apartment is officially sold by 5 p.m. today or 6 p.m. today. So make sure you go in and get those, those shoes you've never worn before that you left there, which I don't know why they're so still there. She got all her stuff back. Why didn't but- Louise go and get it? I don't know. Well, Louise is now in St. Louis, but I don't know what – because they got all the stuff in the boxes. Yeah, all of Carrie's stuff got returned. Why did the shoes not – and so – Carrie's like, ugh, I don't know. And Lu- Louise is just like, Carrie, those shoes are worth like $400. If you don't get them for yourself, get them for me. And then Carrie's like, yeah. okay, f- you know what? They were actually like $525. So sure, I'll go and get them. And like, um, so she goes the to
1: the apartment. Other thing, I <laughs> yeah. thought that Carrie was going to give Louise the wedding dress, but she doesn't.
0: Yeah, that would have actually made sense. Although I guess it is kind of tainted at this point. I Just guess wanna, like, curse louise
1: i don't know that's true maybe not but i feel like i don't know they're
0: also like different sizes i guess
1: vastly vastly yeah. i mean sarah jessica barker is tiny tiny woman she is tiny um yeah. so uh, and like jenna padson is you know not like they're vastly different sizes it's like me when i hang out with my friend who is very small and i'm like you we <laughs> We're like, oh, can I borrow? <laughs> I think at one point they were like, oh, you can borrow this dress I have. And I'm like, that's not going to fit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <it's>, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: they like had like a, a dress that they didn't wear. And they were like, oh, do you want it? And I was like, that's not going to fit me, babe. It's not. Yeah. I'm not going to try it on. I mean, I not. guess she
0: she could have had it tailored, I guess. But like, it would just be, I don't know how that, I don't know like how it would work. I feel like tailoring dresses is more like. T- like tightening them if they're too big and, and you can as let much the like ex- seams
1: out but like not on a couture gown
0: yeah not. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be really different
1: yeah you can let the seams out of dresses or like pull them in but not on not on couture gowns um yeah. but i don't know it kind of just for like a check dress that doesn't really come into any use well um,
0: there is the there is a check dress but there's is- her other one there's
1: another one so carrie goes to the apartment and she goes into the closet she opens up the closet doors and bigs there with the shoes and he's like
0: holding them Mm." how many times are they gonna get back together i'm gonna fucking kill myself
1: yeah so he has the shoes and he's like oh i was gonna i was gonna give them to you um and she runs into his arms and then they they fall on the floor together and he proposes, well, he's like, oh, you know, I can't remember what he says. I blocked it out. But he, he basically says like, oh, I'm sorry for, you know, breaking your heart and not really proposing to you in a proper way. So what if I propose to you like this? And he gives her the shoe, like Cinderella, and puts it on her foot and she says yes. And then they get married yeah. again.
0: They get married again. This time it's in a courthouse because they were like, we were so happy before we decided to make things like, you know, official. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with us. And it's like, okay, you had very valid reasons to want to get married, at least for Carrie. Um, but they they just realize, you know, making a huge deal out of it with like a huge party and everything is kind of just not necessary for them. They get married in a courthouse; it's just them. None of the girls are there. Everyone in the audience is just other people waiting to get married. Um, Carrie is now wearing her vintage dress that she originally bought to marry Biggin, which yeah. is like, oh, that came back because um, she
1: said, this, "Oh, I'm going to yeah. marry Biggin in this dress," and then guess what? She did.
0: She did. And uh then they're leaving the courthouse and Big is like, oh, it's a shame the girls weren't here for this. And Carrie's like, oh, yeah, but I mean, it's nice that it was just us. And then he's just like, well, that's why I called them. And then he just busts the door open and they're all there screaming. What if they um, weren't there, though? I know. I was just <laughs> thinking that. Like, what if he be like, oh, well, I got all your friends. I called them all. And then they're just not there because they fucking hate Big, so they didn't show up um but yeah so (laughs) they all congratulate her uh charlotte says mazlatov um, and then they go for like a big lunch with like Anthony and Stanford and Steve and all of the girls and big and everyone's happy and it's just like uh, th- this movie was such a mess we could have just gotten happily married and it would have been a completely fine movie but we had to throw in two hours of bullshit instead <laughs> and now we got to the same ending we originally could have gotten to without all of that horse shit um, it was convoluted convoluted they,
1: Convolute. they could have was- just
0: yeah they could have just taken out the entire steve plot and the movie would have been a reasonable movie length and i would have been so much less mad about it
1: it could have been that like the day of the wedding instead of big just like leaving um he calls it off like the night before like he calls off the wedding he says to her instead of leaving her you know at the altar he says like i don't want to get married like this and then they have yeah. a bit of a fallout, but, like, it's a bit more forgivable than just leaving someone at the altar. Yeah. And then instead certainly. they have this, like, normal marriage. And it's like, oh, the things that are actually important are the connections you make and the family you find and not making a big, like, fucking song and dance out of stuff for clout. Then that's yes. the moral of the story. Done. Bish, bash, bosh. However, just no, it's just convoluted. And we never get to see Louise's wedding.
0: We don't. And it's just it is far too long there are so many scenes in this movie that if you that you could have easily cut and do- achieved the same movie and like yeah they had a couple funny bits in them that are like very reminiscent of how the show's pacing worked but that just don't need to be in the movie and that would have made it like a
1: completely normal length for a movie to be and then on the two hand there's stuff where i like there is just massive scenes that are missing you know, it's like on the yeah. one hand, there's way too much stuff with like way too much padding. And then, like, I don't think we need to see like Charlotte running and like, oh, she's learned how to run again. Like, I don't know. Do we need to see that? Like, no, we don't. <laughs> it's so, it's a lot. It's a lot. And then on the other hand, you're like, okay, what well, if we're going to introduce a new character, like maybe have her do stuff or, you know, maybe have characters do things that don't concern their boyfriends. It's just, like yeah yeah, maybe you could have had like Miranda and steve just their marriage is a bit stale at this point instead of he cheats on her and it's therefore like you know unforgivable it's just their marriage is stale and maybe they separate for a bit
0: yeah that would have been just a way better movie because like of course too like they should have just tweaked they should have changed a lot of the main plots because like like of course not every scene in a movie needs to be towards the plot like uh, most great movies that i can think of have a lot of scenes that are just good character scenes and like i do think that this movie does that in some ways like there are some scenes that are not necessary that are just like i like them for the characters but like just completely overhaul the face of this movie (laughs) like do that you need to do that um we have like two more scenes that are left before it's over, but like this is the end. Like this is the plot is over basically. We just see like one more scene where Carrie does like a book reading and she's like, I started to wonder. And it's just something like we write our own vows, but not our own rules. Why is that? Queries.
1: Yeah. And, uh,
0: <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> um, question. <laughs> yeah and then we have one final scene where the girls are all out for drinks and it's like samantha's 50th birthday and they get a cake and carrie's just like an oldie but a goodie just like samantha and uh yeah it's it's kind of nice to end it on a good note of just the girls rather than like
1: everyone i guess but also it's just like i don't know can we go home now Yes, we can. We can
0: because we're finished. We finished the first movie. Thank fucking Christ. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. We can wrap this up. <laughs> we can do rankings for the whole movie at this point. Okay. Um. And then we don't have any questions, so it's just rankings, Patreon, and we're done.
1: All right. Great. My rankings. Okay. okay. Number one, uh, Charlotte. I'm gonna no hot take. I'm gonna, All right. You oh. do yours. I've got a different opinion. Okay
0: okay well Charlotte's my top just because I'm happy to see her happy I honestly feel like she has the she has the funniest moments in this movie and I kind of feel like it's like nice to see her finally have the life that she has been working towards in the whole series and just like her and Harry are still good it's like the one plot that doesn't like completely depress me um Lily is just adorable I do hate that Charlotte like roots for steve but she also yells up big on two separate occasions true and says i curse the day you were born to him <laughs> and i i just feel like in general charlotte was like she also shits her pants yeah it was like the funniest thing that's happened in the whole series <laughs> so like that she is like my top um second is probably samantha because she really i I agree with Kim Catrell that Samantha doesn't need to have a man to be happy, and I do think it's kind of like a realistic ending for her and Smith that's like a like an amicable breakup, but like she misses her old life, she is like still happy, she's turning fifty, and she's like a completely she's self sufficient and I really like that Ugh, oh, fuck the last two suck um. Miranda and Carrie. I don't know. I feel like I prefer watching Carrie's scenes to Miranda's scenes because Big is not in so much of this. Mm. And I do, I don't know. This sucks. I don't really know what to rank them. Maybe you go and then I'll decide how I'm going to split those two up.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm going to put, all right, Lily is the unofficial top. Um, okay yeah for sure but for my official one i'm gonna say samantha because i feel like she made a solid decision and like she didn't cheat and it i thought you know i thought maybe she would it would be kind of in character for her to do so but she never does she doesn't even even after she breaks up with smith she doesn't fuck that guy next door like she just moves on with her life um -hmm. and i feel like she just has the a solid story um and then then i'm gonna say uh obviously charlotte but like i don't know she did shoot herself um be- but also because it was her own damn fault because she was only eating chocolate pudding in a five-star resort in mexico because she's like a republican yeah
0: she was she was kind of racist in mexico i mean i like, did suck i
1: guess samantha was racist with like the the sushi thing. But at least that was in the privacy of her own home.
0: She was the only person there (laughs) deciding to play this weird, uh, this like very stereotypical Asian music and put chopsticks in her hair. And the sushi she was making when she was on the phone with Carrie was very bad. I'm pretty sure she just ended up ordering it, even though she said it was handmade. There's no way the sushi she made by hand turned out looking as good as it did (laughs) on her body. But anyway.
1: So yeah, um, she was racist, but in the privacy of her own home, which I'm not. I think a lot. They're both bad. I would. I but I would say ninety percent of white people have done that. The thing. Oh yeah, for sure. So and
0: like the thing is about Samantha or about Charlotte is she paid for it
1: because she only ate the pudding and then she shit herself. So it's true. kind of
0: like you know it came back to haunt her. If only all so, racists
1: could publicly shit themselves, then we'd, we'd live in a better of society. Um, it's true. But yeah, but I mean, her having Rose and like Harry and Lily like is so cute. And yeah, she just shout Big. So two thumbs up. Um, I'm going to ignore the racism. Chen doesn't exist. <laughs> just like, <laughs> um, shouldn't do that. You really shouldn't ignore racism. But for the purposes of this arbitrary list, um, I'm going to put it on the back of my mind. And then I, th- I think uh, Miranda, because mm-hmm. the thing with Big, like, the thing with Big was the most egregious thing she did. Um, um, but, like, that was a heat-at-the-moment thing. Obviously not telling Carrie was bad, but, like, I can't really blame her for not telling her because Carrie was in, like, a very deep depression. I feel like that would probably send her over the edge. Um, But maybe she should have told her sooner than, like, five months. Um, yeah.
0: Well, the other thing is she told Charlotte about it, and Charlotte was like, you know what, I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. Let's just move on. It Like, it wasn't even just, like, she hadn't told anyone about it um so
1: yeah no she so charlotte i guess is as much at fault for that as well um and then the thing with steve i think she just succumbed to peer pressure to be honest But even then yeah whatever she can do what she wants if she wants to be with him like he is still the father of her child blah 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 blah. um they've got through a lot together so it's it's feasible they can get through this too but like i don't really give a shit about steve um and yeah, then the carrie sucks and now uh, carrie's not too shitty in this really like she's not really too bad she's just annoying because it's carrie but like she's not a bad person in this she does have a very horrible thing happen to her and she gets yeah. through it and survives it um but she does get back together a big <laughs>
0: yeah she does get to she does get back together with him and it does kind of feel like i mean okay so big wrote sent all those letters like wow he typed them all up by hand but he didn't even fucking write
1: them is it
0: yeah it's
1: yeah (laughs) if he had written her actual letters right and Mm -hmm. this is the thing throughout the whole series his issue has been that he is not emotionally like vulnerable and doesn't open up and like Mm -hmm. isn't emotionally intelligent so it's like if he wrote these letters and they were genuine love letters that he wrote from his heart um and maybe they weren't very well written even but they were from him and it was yeah him, that would be uh, so different yeah then it's like okay do you know what maybe they can work something out mm-hmm. maybe um but like, <laughs> he just fucking copied and pasted them
0: well he typed them all up by hand Because he had to read them from the book and then type them up, well, letter by letter. Yeah, well (laughs) done. He can type like over the course of months. Like, okay, you like one day you type up the letter. Like, yeah, it's so nothing. It's I really just feel like he did not put that much effort into it. Like the whole thing being him being like, yeah, it's not really my style to write a love letter, and he doesn't. He doesn't even write her. The only one that is from him personally is one sentence long. It's fucking bullshit.
1: Exactly, and it's been what like a year. Nearly because yes, it's a long time. If for Charlotte to have had a baby, I know she had the baby like a little bit early, but like a week. Like, so, yeah. So, like, it must have been coming up to a year. Yeah. So it took him a year and he sent like what? Six?
0: Yeah. I think that Big and Steve both did really terrible things. I feel like. They're both just incredible betrayals of trust. But uh, the thing that Big did was so much more publicly embarrassing yes. to the person that he cared about. Steve's thing was in- an incredible betrayal of trust. And I don't know how Miranda ever forgave him, but I kind of, I know that people do forgive people for cheating. Like I've listened to Lemonade. I know mm. that people do it. Even when their partner is a complete absolute scumbag but like the thing big did was just so embarrassing it's like everyone you know no know, uh, people you don't know know that he just didn't show up to the wedding yeah and, and at, it was like 200 people it's so embarrassing
1: and at least like at least miranda and steve went to counseling as well so they could both get everything out on the table and like Yes, that's, they, I f- yeah. d- even though it sucked, they ha- she handled it in the most responsible way of both yes. for their child and for yes. their own mental health. Right, let's go and get counselling, and then make the decision if we want to be together. That's fine. Yeah, um,
0: I think that was that's true. Yeah, I'm going to put Miranda third for that reason. Like yeah. she. Everything she did was like, she didn't do it be like easily. No. She, she never was like, Oh, I'm going to just try to take Brady away from you or anything like that. It was all very like mature of her to do. And it, it's not like she instantly forgave him. I do think it sucks that she forgave him at all, but, um, it is what it is but with carrie's thing it's just like and i know obviously the way that other people see your relationship shouldn't have anything to do with your relationship but like knowing that like hundreds of people probably think i'm an absolute chump for taking someone back after they left me whereas like in miranda's case it's like maybe like three of my
1: friends know about this yeah (laughs)
0: it's like a little bit different
1: (laughs) maybe like just my close friends and family know about this and also they would they would then know that we talked it out after a long time. We were still in communication and spoke to each other and put our child first and also received counseling. So for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Carrie at the bottom again, like you said, she doesn't do anything terrible in this movie. As far as I remember, like she has some really relatable moments. Like when she goes into that like depressive state when they're on vacation and she just doesn't come out of the room for like a day and a half. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, there's, there's moments that she has that are extremely relatable. Um, she has some good moments in the movie. It's better than a lot of her stuff in the show. But yeah, it's just painful to see this ending. It sucks. Yeah. The ending of this movie sucks. The whole, the whole movie kind of sucked, but you know, it had its moments. I did laugh when I saw the list. Miranda's pros and cons list made me laugh. Charlotte shitting her pants made me laugh. <laughs> there's some good shit in this movie. It's not wholly bad, but. It's not canon for a reason.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. Um rankings are done. Ugh, okay, Patreon. Oh, fuck, we probably yeah, we probably shouldn't even tell people to send us questions for next week either, huh, because we're like going to be doing the second movie and so like this is also going to be long. Unless we split it up into like three instead of two and then it doesn't take as long, but like still Bas- um, like slowly
1: ripping off a band-aid. Let's just do two.
0: Yeah, let's just do two. We need to we need to get it over with. Anyway, um if you want to follow us on Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com/citygirlsmakedo. slash At $1 a month, you can uh get a special Discord role if you join our Discord server. You get access to bonus content like the mummy mailbag and the uh, looker in Nanu channel of exclusive pictures, which is on Discord. Um we're going to be recording our Keanu probably in the next week, I guess, because we're we're at the end of October. We're going to do Dracula because it's a, uh, you know, spooky. Ooh um mm,
1: that was my jacket. so that'll come coin. out
0: sometime <laughs> i love it thank you so that'll be soon um at five dollars you get all the one dollar stuff plus you get a special or discord role um plus i will shout out you shout out your name on the podcast every week and if you'd like you can submit stuff for steve voice and then at the $10 level you get all of that plus you can listen to us record live if you would like to do that. Um so all of our $5 and up donors are Alex Schaub, Summer Geist, Sophie, Jennifer Snyder, Matt Ribeiro, Jesse Alachi and Siberian Pine Hardwood. Um thank you everyone who's donating. Um your support has been amazing. Yeah. I can't believe we're like 2 episodes away from finishing the entire Sex and the City cinematic universe. plus the show like all of it is going to be done soon and then we can finally take a breath and start a new thing
1: i'm so excited (laughs) for the new thing too because i know change of pace yeah it's a a change of lifestyle it's a different yeah i am not i don't want to say too much but yes thank you for your support yeah it It means a lot especially in these hashtag trying to trying times why does everything always say trying times it's always trying times. you know well
0: it's it's that or it's unprecedented
1: unprecedented you know. or trying um whatever you know what i mean the the scary mm-hmm. p word um it means a lot and <laughs> um it also just means a lot that you're listening and enjoying the show we're glad yeah it's fun thank you thank you so much
0: um and if you want to find me online you can find me at uh age of oddish on twitter and you can find me on tumblr at windfall island
1: and you can find me on tumblr at dork phoenix and on twitter alex the virgo the the hell yeah the, the virgo the? that's right the virgo yeah whatever
0: alright well uh thanks for listening gamers uh so long and good night and uh fuck, fuck cops fuck cops
1: blue lives don't matter kiss keanu Square don't the- matter
0: Mwah! <laughs>